0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.
1: Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, welcome to Monday, Triple Eight, 933.93. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for being here. Lots uh, lots to talk about today. Of course, the Roy Moore situation. Breaking news on that. Uh, Mitch McConnell has decided that uh, that he's guilty as charged and wants him to step down. I, I, what are you going to do if the guy gets out of the race now? Is there somebody who can... Who, who are you going to put in there? I... I Roy Moore is, uh, according to polls, he was ahead by 11. Now he's down by four. But it's within the margin of error. It's 46-42, plus or minus 4%. So they're essentially tied. Um, and I don't know who Mitch McConnell thinks he is, but uh, he's decided his his guilt in this situation. As for me, I, I don't know what to think on the Roy Moore situation. I, I mean, did he... Did he date young girls? Yeah, I think admittedly he did. When he was 32, he dated 17, 18, 19-year-olds, maybe even 16-year-olds. That's that was apparently legal age to be married in in uh, the state of Alabama at the time. I don't know I don't know what that age limit is now. But at the time, it was legal for him to do that. Now, the 14-year-old is a completely different story. And he absolutely vehemently denies ever having even met this girl. He, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't remember that encounter outside the courthouse, where where she and mom are sitting on the park bench, and he walks up as a total stranger and introduces himself and says, "Hey, uh, hi, I'm Roy Moore. What are you guys doing here? Oh, we're waiting to go in and have a custody battle. Ah, she, your 14 year old girl, doesn't want to do that. Uh, why don't you leave her out here with me?" Mm. Really? How wonderful. That would be so nice. Huh, that's great. By the way, could you take her to Michael Jackson's house too while you're at it? <laughs> I mean, what a terrible parenting move to say, yeah, oh, wow. Would you really watch her? I mean, we've known we go back, what? 15, 20 seconds? <laughs> you're like family to me now. That would be wonderful. Yeah, That would be great. And if you could, get her phone number while you're here. And uh, pick her up in a few days and drive her out to the woods.' <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> weird. <Yeah. clears throat> so that, that story is hard for me to believe. And uh, it doesn't seem like Roy Moore, but I'm sure his detractors would tell you he's just a hypocrite and that is who who he actually is. I I don't know. But this whole situation is it's careening out of control. Sean Hannity had Roy Moore on his show the other night just to get the other side. You can't even do that now in America, apparently, without losing your advertisers because uh, Media Matters launched a campaign against Hannity's advertisers, bombarding them to abandon him after he gave Roy Moore a platform to defend himself. How dare you? hear the other side of the story what do you think this is america she's <laughs> oh, not anymore uh but uh so anyway keurig that's that coffee uh, company mm-hmm. the in, the coffee company that uh, supposedly makes really good uh, and hot chocolate we had a keurig system at the when we were in new york
2: yeah we absolutely did i loved it
1: somehow it didn't make it to dallas um but uh, I'm glad now because Keurig doesn't deserve it. They they already pulled their ads because Hannity had a guy on to hear the other to hear his side of the story. Also, Eloquy has pulled out, and uh, some company called 23andMe. Now, sometimes these things are overblown. Sometimes they say these advertisers, for for instance, when they were doing this to Glenn, at Fox. The, the total was ridiculous. Like they said, we, we lost some 280 advertisers or something. We didn't have 280 advertisers. How many commercials an hour do you think we play? We probably had 20 to 30 and still had advertisers, by the way. Some of them do lose their nerve uh, rather quickly just from a few people uh, tweeting them. Will, will be enough to make him pull out. But if you're pulling out of of somebody's show just because they allowed someone to defend themselves, he actually, it was a tough interview, too. It wasn't some kind of softball interview. But just the fact that you allowed him the chance to say his side of the story, these advertisers are pulling out. For his part, it looks like Hannity is... Uh, go to war with him because he said okay good luck it's on now so that'll be interesting to see what comes of that if anything um, meanwhile Gal Gadot who is uh, the actress who plays Wonder Woman she has threatened to pull out of the coming movies if they don't get rid of of Brett Rasner, who is a director and producer and uh, an investor in the Wonder Woman series because he's been accused of sexual harassment too. So just the accusation allows people to demand that you sever ties with them or they're out. Wow. Among the sexual harassment allegations rocking Hollywood, X-Men actress Ellen Page... I don't know what she played. I uh, can't place her, but she said director Brett Ratner humiliated her by publicly outing her status as a homosexual woman. She was 18 at the time. Now, you can humiliate somebody by saying that they're lesbian? I, I thought that was a source of pride. What happened to gay pride? Why are you humiliated? Because he said she was lesbian. Strange. But uh, But uh, I guess they can have it both ways. It's humiliating, and it's a source of pride. And uh, yes, she should choose the time and place uh, where it's announced. But is it that big a deal? I, I don't know. Especially in Hollywood? Ratner's company has a financial stake in the Wonder Woman franchise. And Godot wants it to be completely severed before she'll return to her role. Brett made a lot of money from the success of Wonder Woman thanks to his company having helped finance the first movie, Uh, Hollywood Insider said. Now Godot is saying she won't sign for the sequel unless Warner Brothers buys Brett out and gets rid of him completely. Uh, She's tough, stands by her principles. She also knows the best way to hit people like Brett Ratner is in the wallet. She also knows that Warner Brothers has to side with her on this issue as it develops. They can't have a movie rooted in women's empowerment being partly financed by a man accused of sexual misconduct against women. So again, just the accusation is enough to ruin the man. Is that what we want our country to be like? Is this is this where we're going to be now? You just accuse somebody and it's over for them? It's getting really scary. So... What would Ratner lose if she gets her way? Well, Wonder Woman grossed more than $400 million internationally. And Ratner's company uh, received a lot of that profit. Batman vs. Superman, which featured Godot as Wonder Woman, uh, grossed more than $422 million internationally. So there's a lot of money at stake here. Just a, a buttload of money. And uh, Gal Gadot is is going to take the stand that just the accusation is enough for her. Nothing's been proven. Nothing's been proven from virtually any of these people. Just because you repeat something time after time after time, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. It might be, but not necessarily. And it's so bad that you got a U.S. congressman tweeting out on, on Roy Moore Unless he can prove his innocence, the burden is now on him within the next day or so. I believe he has to step down. He owes it to himself, he owes it to the state, and he owes it to the U.S. Senate, according to King. Unless he can prove he's not guilty, that's not how it works. Burden of proof is on the accuser. And there's virtually no way to prove any of this. It happened 40 years ago. How are you going to prove anything now? Do you have photos of the encounter with the 14-year-old girl? Because he's pretty much admitted to the 18, 17, 16s. Uh, but he says absolutely not on the 14-year-old. I didn't even know her. So now he has to prove that? <laughs> wow. When did this
2: all really begin? Was it not with the Clarence Thomas hearings? I'm just trying to think back with the seriousness of the charge. Uh, you know that's kind of where this whole
1: yeah, but tried by
2: media thing started.
1: Yeah, as far as Washington goes, anyway. At least Clarence Thomas survived that, right? And became a Supreme Court justice, mm-hmm. and then that kind of you know it uh, it sort of faded away.
2: Yeah, but that that was like a generation ago. Yeah, when we didn't just have our trials in the court of public opinion. That if they're in the news cycle for more than twenty four hours, then whoever the accused is is Instantly thought guilty, um, but it's literally, I, I wonder if some of it is our attention span mm-hmm. mixed with our rage, and here we are, and there, no one's going to be left standing when this is all said and done. It's not just going to be Hollywood. It's going to be everywhere.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a society
2: uh, that's burning itself
1: to the ground, not just Hollywood. There's there's going to be some dolphins caught up in this tuna net.
2: That is so <laughs> profound. That should be a <laughs> meme somewhere, Pat. Shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: 888 thirty three ninety three. 93 Would you... Based on what you know on this Roy Moore situation, and maybe you are in Alabama, but would you vote for Roy Moore under these circumstances? Knowing what you know, seeing what you've seen, uh, would you want Roy Moore to become U.S. Senator from Alabama now? 888 900 with your thoughts. Meantime, uh, it's time to say goodbye to Big Mobile and hello to freedom. We all know that the big government is at the root of a lot of our problems. And it's Big Mobile that's funding big government. They advocate for sanctuary cities. And they give lots of money to Planned Parenthood and gun control advocates. And you might be thinking, well, Big Mobile, that's the only way I can have really good coverage. Not true at all. Patriot Mobile give you the same coverage, same nationwide talk, text, and data For a better price. Right now in fact. Unlimited talk and text starts at $20 a month. It's an unheard of rate. $20 a month. And. They take 5% up to 5% of your monthly bill. And they donate it to conservative causes. Like uh, supporting traditional family values. And religious freedom. And uh, they've got the NRA about to come online with them. So. Call them today and talk to them about switching over. It's Patriot Mobile, 1-800-A-PATRIOT, 1-800-A-PATRIOT, or visit them online at PatriotMobile.com slash Pat. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Pat.
0: Pat Gray, Unleashed, The Blaze Radio Network. returns. Welcome.
1: 888-933-93. Roy Moore spoke out about the Washington Post article that alleges he had a sexual encounter with a 14-year-old girl. Uh, Here's part of what he had to say.
3: Just two days ago, the Washington Post established, or published rather, yet another attack on my character and reputation in a desperate attempt to stop my political campaign for the United States Senate. These attacks involve a minor, and they're completely false and untrue about something that happened nearly 40 years ago. But more than being completely false and untrue, they're very hurtful to me personally. I've been married to my wife, Kayla, for nearly 33 years. We have four children. I have one daughter, and I have five granddaughters. I have the highest regard for the protection of young children
1: you forget sometimes uh, what it means to the people involved who've been accused of this now if he's guilty of molesting a 14 year old girl he deserves it but if not this is really really awful uh, he he talked about whether or not he dated some of these uh, some of these teenagers do you remember
4: ever going on a date with her she said that you asked her out on on the first
2: of several dates, but nothing progressed beyond kissing.
3: I don't
1: remember specific dates. No, I do not. And I don't remember if it was in that time or later, uh, but I do not remember that. No.
2: But you know her, but you never dated her ever. Is that what you're saying?
3: Know her, but I don't remember going out on dates. I, I knew her as a friend. If we did go out on dates, then we did, but I do not remember that.
2: What about Gloria Thacker Decent Says she was an 18-year-old cheerleader when you began taking her on dates that included bottles of Matus Rose wine. She's 18 at the time. The Alabama drinking age at the time is 19. Did that ever happen?
5: No, because in this county, it's a dry county.
4: We never would have had liquor if I would never. And I believe this, uh,
3: she said that she believed she was underage. And she, as I recall, she was 19 or older. And uh, that just never happened. I, I never provided alcohol, beer, or intoxicating liquors to a minor. That would be against the law, against anything I would have ever done. Well,
1: there you go. I, so it's he said, she said. And there's really, I mean, 40 years later, there's no way to prove or disprove this that that I can tell. Does sound like he pretty much admits if if he doesn't specifically remember going out on the date, but he's not specifically denying it. He he probably went out on the date with a 18 year old, and uh, 17 and 16 year olds, and all they did was kiss. So, no law broken. Let's move on, unless you believe the two girls, and one of them is he's already denied the one and. Uh, the other one just, I think, broke this morning with, a, with another accuser who says she was 14 at the time. Uh, this could be just Democrats viciously going after another Republican, trying to ruin his political career, trying to ruin his personal life. Uh, happens all the time, and especially with Media Matters. I mean, Media Matters is a joke. For them to go after the advertisers of Sean Hannity just because he put Roy Moore on the show to ask him about this. And he actually asked him hard questions. He asked, asked him about these uh, other girls that he supposedly dated because he categorically denies the 14-year-old. But what about the other ones? And it sounds like, yeah, it's it's likely that he actually went on dates with the 17 and 18-year-olds. But I don't know. Does that disqualify him for a position in the U.S. Senate? You tell me. 888-900-3393. Let's go to Matt in Minnesota. Matt, you're on the blaze.
3: Hi, Pat. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm. I think you actually have a better show than Glenn does now. Uh, (laughs) But that's just my personal opinion.
1: All right. Well, thank
3: Um, you. And I'm probably the only gay Christian liberal who I don't know if I'm the only one, but I'm probably one of the few that listens to Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: (laughs) uh, I've talked to, I've actually talked to some other uh, uh, gay conservatives. I don't think there are that many to go around, actually, are there?
3: I, not in my experience, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But why I'm calling is because I am a rape survivor. And I I wanted to talk about uh, my theory on why, like, we see all all these victims coming out of the woodwork. Okay. Um, again, I don't know how many of these are true or not. Um, I think one reason is because at least just in my personal experience with my personal story, um, I had an ex of mine who raped me, He drugged my drink, and, uh, I won't go into any more detail than that, but that led to a rape. Wow. Um, I said no and was overpowered and then the rape happened. And, um, like I said, he was a ex of mine. so we had, uh, intimate consensual relations in the past. Yeah. Um, and... I went home and took a shower immediately. I showered like six times that night and that like going to the hospital didn't even cross my mind because of how guilty I felt for just going over there. Mm. So by the time I thought about going to the police, there was no evidence and it would have been, uh, his word against mine and had that gone to court, um, it probably wouldn't have gone anywhere, and I'm sure the other lawyer, his lawyer, would have, you know, talked about our past relationships, how it was consensual. Probably tried to go into some of my past. No doubt about
1: it. Uh,
3: um, and I think that's part. And and this is dangerous because social media. We don't know who is telling the truth, who's not. And I absolutely agree with what you guys have said in the past weeks we don't want to become a country of guilty until proven innocent. Right. At the same time, I think that there is strength in numbers. And, like, let's look at Kevin Spacey, for example. Um, I think there's a little bit more proof there because, oh, it, you know, I don't know how many guys have come out of the woodwork, but with everybody kind of telling the same story, when it gets to around, like, 10 or so people – all saying the same thing. Then I say, okay, there might be something there. Yeah. Um, with Roy Moore, I don't know. Um, and I actually, I have a lot of liberal friends and at first I was like, yeah, this guy is a D bag. And you know, if he did it, uh, I don't believe he should be in the Senate at the same time. Um, I listened to Sean Hannity and I was going to go at Sean Hannity, but I was like, Sean Hannity actually asked him hard questions. He and did. He didn't, yeah, he did. And he didn't really defend him. And I have no love for Sean Hannity, but you know, I, like I said, I'm a liberal, but I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, and so I, I don't like media matters. I used to, but they're such a, all this boycott Hannity stuff like that Mm -hmm. bothers me and that's one of the things on the right or the left that really gets to me is because I also feel like people are now using sexual assault survivors to political ends yes and it's like okay I might tell my story I might be able to validate why other victims were uncomfortable going to the police or speaking out until now. I know it took me years, a few years to admit to my broader friends, my uh, best friends and family knew kind of right after it happened. But it took me a while to openly talk about me being raped. Uh, It took me years. And so I might be able to, you know, comment on why especially if it's a powerful actor or politician why some of these women are terrified to come forward especially if they think they're the only people that it's happened to sure um, social media has you know helped kind of give you know a nation a voice in a way that we have not had one before and so when you hear about you know five other people like again Kevin Spacey like five other guys getting, Harassed or assaulted by him, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, actually, this happened to me too.
1: Yeah. Um, how, but how did you but, deal with your situation? Did you did you get professional help
3: I afterward? Did. You therapy. did. It yeah. Took me years of therapy, um, and I had some PTSD from it for a while. But thankfully, I'm over that, and I worked Good. through it. And like I said, I, I call myself a survivor now, yeah. uh, instead of a victim, just because uh, he doesn't deserve, you know, that power over me and he doesn't deserve that anger or, you know, mm-hmm. the, all those negative feelings I had, uh, it was like, no, this is just keeping me down and yeah, I worked through it and got through it. But, uh, yeah, no, those, that's kind of my two cents. So and do I you, just, would you vote at
1: this point, knowing what you know, would you vote for Roy Moore? Do you think if you were in, uh, in Alabama? I would be very skeptical. It's a tough one, uh, isn't it? If, yeah, it's, if, it's a tough one.
3: If I was a conservative and if I like my views lined up with his, yeah, uh, just because I'm a liberal, I wouldn't vote for him. But it, if mm. I believed what he did, yeah, I, yeah. I, as of today, <laughs> I would still probably vote for him.
1: All right, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Matt. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With your thoughts.
3: Pat Gray,
0: the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I actually use some conservatives in the Republican Party actually winning elections because uh, there's very few of them right now that are, you know, defending conservative principles. This admission just came from Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, acknowledged on Friday that the Republican tax plan might result in a tax hike for some working Americans. <laughs> oh, okay saying he misspoke a few days earlier when he said that, quote, nobody in the middle class is going to get a tax increase, unquote, under this Senate bill. I misspoke on that, McConnell (laughs) said. You can't guarantee that absolutely no one sees a tax increase. Well, yes, you can. Yes, you can. By cutting taxes across the board. That would guarantee that nobody gets a tax increase. Mitch but what we are doing is targeting levels of income and looking at the average in those levels. And the average will be tax relief for the average taxpayer in each of those segments. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, how is he a Republican? How? Why? In what way? The Senate bill unveiled Thursday would raise taxes on millions of middle-class families. That's a, the actual fact of the matter. The plan would also disproportionately benefit high earners and corporations. Eh, it's that, now that is a uh, stupid New York Times spin. Still, middle-class earners would fare better under the Senate proposal than its counterpart in the House, according to the New York Times analysis. The Senate Finance Committee uh, would, on average, cut taxes for people at every income level. But as McConnell alluded to in his revised remarks, those benefits would vary widely within the income tax brackets, depending on the specific circumstances of individuals and households, and many would pay more than under existing rules. Yeah, they've got seven tax brackets in, in their proposal. They're not reforming the tax code at all. Both the House and Senate bills would cut the corporate rate to 20% from 35 and provide business tax benefits such as the ability to immediately expense purchases of equipment. Uh, using the open-source software tax brain, the Times found that roughly one-fourth of families in the middle class would see their taxes increase in 2018 by about $1,000 on average. By 2026, the share seeing an increase would rise slightly to about a third and the average increase would rise to about $1,600 per family. For the majority of middle-class families that receive a tax cut, the average savings would be about $1,300 in 2018 and $1,700 in 2026. Big deal. (sighs) Wow. I mean, that's, that's worse than I expected. And so then they go through the various uh, brackets, and it's just, uh, it's a terrible plan. People across income brackets would see savings from the Senate plan in 2018, but for many in the middle class, the savings would be relatively small. Uh, And then they show you how small it would be.
2: And I'd like to point out that the House and Senate haven't even had their reconciliation fight yet. And you know when all is said and done, it's not like it's going to become more conservative of a bill. It's not like taxes, tax brackets are gonna get even less. Yeah,
1: again, this is <laughs> this is their starting point for negotiations.
2: So pointless. <laughs> thing. Again, this is
1: like if you're if you wanna if you wanna make fifty thousand dollars a year, uh you go to your boss and say uh, I really think I, I deserve a raise from the 30,000 I'm making now. I'd like to make about $31,000. Yeah, if you're starting there, you're not going to get to 50. <laughs> Just a quick little safety tip for you and your negotiating skills. <laughs> we got we have a president who claims to be one of the best negotiators in the world. Uh, why isn't he jumping into the middle of this? It's going to be you know, it's on his watch. And he's the one proclaiming that they're going to have tax reform and it's going to be great and it's going to help Americans. It's going to create jobs. It's going to spur the economy. Let's, well, jump in and let's see.
2: You just made the point. You mentioned how is Mitch McConnell a Republican? Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem. I think he is. is now the typical Republican. I think the question we need to have to be asking ourselves now is how is Mike Lee? How is Rand Paul? How is Ted Cruz? How are they Republicans anymore? I mean, because we see where the Republican Party has gone in mass. It's time to be thinking of a third party, gentlemen. Of course, that time has passed, in my opinion. But
1: yeah, oh it's, well. that's a tough road. That That's a really tough road. But I mean, the Republicans have, have left us with nothing. Absolutely nothing. Pathetic. 888-900-3393. Let's go to David in New Mexico. You're on the blaze. Hi.
6: Yeah, hey, hey gentlemen. Uh, hey. Bear with me. I'm not an eloquent speaker in my own assessment, but and I have spoken to you previously on this this uh, s- sexual topic about uh, I was banned from the UNM Law Library because I asked a graduate student if I could take her to dinner. All right. Um. And yeah. And uh, another incident, and there are many, there are many more, but I'll try to be as brief as I can on this one particular that fits into what you're talking about the the systematic uh, attack on on uh, people like myself, you know, men maybe, um, by uh, somebody that might benefit from doing that kind of thing. Um, What happened to me in one instance along this lines is uh, my children disappeared out of my life 10 years ago when they were still babes in arms, and what happened was uh, during a a breakup of a relationship, we were using a supervised uh, uh, visitation and exchange facility in Albuquerque. And, um, the where you do monitored exchanges of children so that there's no problems between the adults, if you know what I mean? Mm, Yeah. And, uh, the, so in, in that monitored situation, I, I changed my baby's diapers because they were, they were due. And, and while I changed, was changing my baby's diapers, uh, I, the, the woman monitor, uh, who was, uh, uh, on duty that day, uh, she, she subsequently wrote a letter directly to the judge in our custody case saying that, amongst other things, this is the worst thing, she said she noticed that while I was changing my baby's diapers that I had an erection.
1: Oh, my gosh. And,
6: and I never saw my children ever again, and that was that was, that was was July 2nd of 2007, and that's just one uh, small – because of your radio format, wow. this is just one thing that has happened to me in this case, and there are many, many more that obviously you don't have time to go into, but this one fits into – what you're talking, talking about trying to bring people down Mm -hmm. uh, using sexual allegations. And they certainly brought me down. Like I said, my, my children, I was a stay at home. I was the primary caretaker from the time they were born until the time I never saw them again. And they certainly took me down because they disappeared my children out of, out of my life and vice versa for over 10 years now. So. Wow. um, That, 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 that happens. and, I, and should anybody ever doubt anything that I say uh, I've been uh, methodical in documenting in in to the level of admissible evidence everything I say in fact most of the evidence of, of everything I say like what I just said to you now is in the court record itself so nobody if anybody were to ever doubt me I would just point them to the, the court's own records and they can see they can see uh, exactly what I'm saying is factual
1: so so why? why did the uh state seem to have it in for you um any any idea why
6: the uh yes and no uh first of all it's it's a combination of it's it's not just the state in fact uh it's a combination of the private parties and the state it's actually the private parties that were trying to get what they wanted which was me out of my children's lives And, and private parties meaning my ex and the guy that she married and the lawyers that they hired um and the the state is just helping is helping them. This is not a a, a state action against me. You mm. know, like a like a child protective service thing. It was a, it's a matter of uh, uh, two people splitting up, and one of them trying to eliminate the other parent from the life and use using as a tool the 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 the, the existing uh, state infrastructure and the laws and such like that by dragging someone into court and then by making you know bringing whatever uh allegations they can to attempt to get a judge to say uh, to, to believe them and then write an order getting rid of one parent and that that's a mm. super simplification of 10 years of litigation and this is this is still they've been trying to get rid of me now for 10 years and i've managed to stay alive in the court system at uh as a, um, a pro se litigant um, half of half of the time so it's actually rather phen- phenomenal that my case is still even even alive and, and David in and all I, this
1: time I, you you haven't been allowed to see your kids in 10 years
6: yeah not, not, not at only all have I not seen them I'm not I'm not allowed any contact no 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 like for instance wow I can't even say if I say like right now uh, hello David hello Paisley to my children technically I've violated the court order because I attempted to contact my children so wow uh wow yeah, it's it's it, and uh it's uh, like it's like i said if you know at a future time if you want to further explore the this kind of thing i'm i'm happy to mm. uh to to uh to join you and like i said i i've I don't say anything that i can't prove by by literally showing to people in the core record it, it's itself so
1: pretty outrageous appreciate the call thanks david hope it uh Hope it gets better. 888 uh, That's 3393 uh, If you take that at its face, and you know I don't have any reason not to, uh, that's pretty staggering.
2: My takeaway from that call, Pat, was that uh, last time he was on with us, I um, specifically requested that he change his Twitter profile to only person ever banned from the University of New, Bra- of New Mexico Law Library. And uh, a, a quick search of Twitter... That did not turn up as anyone's profile. So, <laughs> yeah. David, let's get on that, please.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lisa in Alabama, welcome to The Blaze. Hi, Pat. Hey.
7: I thought I would let you know how our local media is reporting on this Judge Roy Moore thing. Okay. Um, when Luther Strange was sent to take the seat that was vacated by Jeff Sessions, he was in the process of investigating our last governor,
8: mm-hmm.
7: who was kicked out for impropriety with, One of his staffers. Right. Um, Our ex-governor gave him that seat to stop that investigation by Luther Strange. That was a backroom deal they made. Um, And Mitch McConnell is very close with Luther Strange. He's basically Mm. not not a Republican, like you said about Mitch McConnell.
8: Right.
7: And they don't want him to leave. The establishment Republicans do not want Luther Strange to leave. He votes straight ticket with them. Everything they bring up, he votes for. And Mm. um, according to our media, they're now working to get Luther Strange a write-in campaign to get him to keep his seat.
1: Wow. Don't they have to – don't you have to have a certain number – on signing a petition in order to make that happen on a write in campaign? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. Um, it's usually a fairly no. high number, too. Um, I don't know what the what the laws are in Alabama, but usually it's, you got to have a lot of people sign a petition to get you a, a write in campaign.
7: Right. But if they refuse to seat Luther Strange, if he, I mean, uh, uh, Judge Roy Moore, if he wins mm-hmm. and they refuse to seat him, I'm not sure how they go about that. I don't know yeah. if Luther gets to stay or if we will have another election. But around here, everybody I know in Central Alabama is still voting for Roy Moore. I have a sister in South Alabama. She said it's the same down there. You know, I mean, so are you not, we don't know. Are you not believing the, you're not
1: believing the polls that show uh, the Democrat up by 4 points?
7: Not, not really. No, not from hearing things around just around locally. No, hmm. I, I don't. Um, I just wouldn't. I don't put it past the Republicans establishment establishment Republicans working with the Democrats, right, to get rid of this man. Yeah, because he's too conservative for them.
1: Yeah, appreciate the call. Thanks, Lisa. Uh, yeah, they. I I know that Luther Strange is a rhino. And uh, he is is certainly certainly the established establishment Republican choice uh, for for the Senate seat, but he lost. Let it go, just like we you know we we liked Mo Brooks. I thought Mo Brooks was probably more conservative even than Roy Moore and less baggage apparently. And uh, he lost, so you got to let it go. And now you got to go with this you. I mean, if you don't if you don't ride Roy Moore to this Senate seat, you're gonna lose the Senate seat to a Democrat. But I, I don't think Mitch McConnell cares at this point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. What are the basic the basic ingredients of weight loss? Nobody wants to hear it, but it's diet and exercise. You eat less and you exercise, right? That's that's the key. Uh, And if you want an extra boost in your plan to be healthier and uh, maybe even happier, this supplement may help you. It's called Riduzone. It's an all-American company that offers a natural weight loss supplement extracted from olive oil, O-E-A. It's a highly concentrated metabolite of olive oil that's designed to aid in weight loss by helping your body to feel full. So when you feel full, you eat less, right? Right. Riduzone sends an I am full message to the brain. And then the brain says, hey, let's uh, stop stuffing food in our face. <laughs> so that's <laughs> how it works. It regulates your appetite, uh, your body weight, and your body fat metabolism. It's non-stimulant. It's naturally p- present in the body, so it's, it's not harmful in any way. It's vegetarian and gluten-free and non-GMO. It's patented, and it's FDA-accepted. Riduzone. Get your craving back in its cave. To learn more and order your bottle of Riduzone, go to riduzone.com, R I D U Z O N E, riduzone.com, and enter the promo code PAT to get 40% off your purchase. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at PatUnleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network.
0: Pat Gray, on the Blaze Radio
1: Network. Uh. <laughs> 888-900-3393. Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, <laughs> got a couple of tweets here. Not at Doc Thompson show. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, uh, Capital High. is I've been been talking about what a bad football season this is. Because, uh, uh, okay, BYU is that a a catastrophically bad year. The Packers are having a down year because uh, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season although they won over the weekend yeah mm-hmm. they're five and four now which you know they got a shot mm-hmm. but I, I said I'm down to my alma mater high school now <laughs> <laughs> you and me both man and at the time I said that they were four and0 oh. mm-hmm. and then they finished I think like six and four or something but they went to the they went to the playoffs uh, they won the first first round game. And then, uh, as not Doc Thompson show uh, <laughs> points out, Capital High football lost to Helena High, the Bengals, on Friday, which sucks. Ain't that? To their arch rival. Now they've dominated Helena High for right decades. They've always had the Bengals mm-hmm. under their dominating thumb. Them. Uh, except the last couple of years. Uh, except for that. They should have won, but yeah. deserved to lose after three disgraceful CHS players were ejected after three unsportsmanlike penalties each. Well, that's wow. no good. Well, that sucks. No wonder they lost 30-7. to seven. All three have futures in college, but I hope their scholarships are reconsidered. Mm. Oh, well, that's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. I don't know what they did, uh, not having been there, but uh, appreciate the information. So wait
2: a minute, that's three... Unsportsmanlike penalties each. Is that nine penalties? Come on. <laughs> Maybe it's just three total? No, they were three total.
1: Three. Okay. Oh, yeah. Three each. <laughs> that's what it it says, does man. say three I'm each. I was just reading the tweet there. <laughs> Is that nine? That's uh, a, that's a that's 90 a good, yard
2: mark off. Good catch there. <laughs>
1: Uh, also from Paul, he says, uh, Pat, you have to vote for Roy Moore. Mm-hmm. It's a binary choice, right? <laughs>
2: Aren't they all? Isn't every election now a binary yes. choice? Ask me how Walton did hmm? in their high school. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Playoffs.
1: Your alma mater, Walton, in somewhere in Georgia. Yeah,
2: Marietta, Georgia. They won 28 to 14. So they're on to the second round of the Georgia State football playoffs against Colquitt County.
1: Uh, but when, when Marietta, right. no, Walton. Walton, and Colquitt mm-hmm. County get together, you throw out throw the, the record books.
2: Yeah. They only need to win, what, about <laughs> four more games to be the champions. I'm, this is uncharted territory for this high school, Pat. You don't understand. They're 11-0. This is unbelievable. They were That's like 3-8 and eight every year when I was there.
1: That's good. Uh, here in Texas, the, the state playoffs don't even begin until... I don't know, sometime in December, I think. Wow. December, like early December, first week or so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Because they play a full schedule, like 10 or 11 games regular season, and then they play, and then the state championship, the playoffs are, you got to win six games to win the championship, right? Is it six or is it five or six? I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot.
2: It's five in Georgia. I'm, I'm because learning
1: here with 28 million people in this uh, state. Yeah, uh, and just a ton of different classifications from 1A to is it 7A now? I think it's all mm. the six or seven A. Uh, there's a lot of high schools a lot of them.
2: You know what it probably is, Pat? It's probably because we want to be more inclusive and make sure that every team gets a chance to compete in the playoffs. There's so many teams true. I bet. It's like the so college true. football bowl games, you
1: know. Oh. Don't <sighs> get me started on the 99 college bowl games there Seriously. are. Seriously. I mean, it's like way too many. And
2: and Nebraska, you're not getting a bowl game this year with four wins, so don't even think about
1: it. Uh, BYU won their third game over the weekend, and I just hope mm. I just hope the playoff committee was watching sure. BYU's domination of UNLV <laughs> over the weekend when they beat them 31-21 Ooh. in a huge beatdown of the mm. Rebels from Las Vegas in Las Vegas, still unbeaten in Las Vegas against the Rebels. Seventeen and three all time now. Mm. So yeah. I'm just hoping the committee was watching. <laughs>
2: I contend if BYU plays Nebraska, <laughs> if they played them this week, no. BYU would win.
1: No, I don't know. I mean, they <laughs> won Nebraska they were... just
2: lost 54 to 21 to Minnesota.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mm, very bad. Pretty bad. All right, Jody in Utah, you're on the Blaze. Hi.
9: Hey Pat. Hey. Um. <clears throat> so thinking about this Judge Roy Moore thing. <clears throat> yeah. Here's here's my question and. I'm hoping you or Keith can answer it. Um, what, is, what is the judge's record, judicial record, on ruling on cases involving minors?
1: It's a good question. <laughs> We're going to have to look that up. I have not yet, but that's a good question.
9: Um, I, I haven't heard anyone say that. I, I'm thinking if he's, if he's a sleaze, he should have a bad judicial record there. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yes. Oh, either that, or if he doesn't, people will say he's a hypocrite, and he's hard on people who did the exact same thing he did. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's no. It's a no-win situation. I think right now for Roy Moore, it's this is going to be really tough. Would you, if you were in Alabama, do you vote for him or not?
9: If I'm in Alabama right now, I vote for him out of spite. Yeah. Against. Against. The Mitch McConnell, right. alleged Republican types, the the Gloria Allred types, mm-hmm. and just the overall Democrat, let's destroy this guy. Right. If, if I hadn't planned on it, I would do it for spite.
1: <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jody. I think I would, too. I think I would, too. First of all, innocent until proven guilty. And secondly, yeah, there's, there's kind of an in-your-face element to this. To Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, and the rest of the establishment. Triple A, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Quick correction. Uh, Texas State playoffs start this week, not in December. It's playoff time, at least for high schools. But uh, I don't know why they didn't play any college football this year. That was strange that the season was canceled. Did they, yeah, why did they cancel yeah, I don't the know. whole
2: college football season I, this I year? Don't, I don't know. It's been very strange.
1: Look, um, uh, You know, I'm already looking forward with a great deal of anticipation toward next year.
2: Mm, I <clears> am <throat> not just yet.
1: Now, uh, Is it possible that uh, the Nebraska head coach will be fired this year? Because they pull the trigger a little quicker than uh, BYU normally does. It's quite possible. Quite possible? Mm-hmm. So that's the talk, is that he's gone?
2: Mm, could go either
1: way. Because uh, Scott Frost, mm, who, who was... I don't know who that is. He was the... Well, let me tell you. Okay. He was the uh, Nebraska... Uh, quarterback oh was he when they won their last national title
2: that sounds familiar I just can't confirm
1: that myself and now he's coaching at uh, the University of Central Florida where they're unbeaten unbeaten
2: is this the same? wait oh now it makes sense this is the Mm. same Scott Frost that inherited an 0-12 team two years ago yes and then it turned the program around in a year and a half pretty amazing
1: Wow, he's done an amazing job. I should look into him. Sounds like someone who sounds like Nebraska might, should look into him.
2: Might have already made a great head coach for a school that is also his alma mater, right? In
1: theory, in theory, yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We've been talking about uh, the sexual harassment stuff. Uh, in some ways, this thing is really burning out of control, and in other ways, it seems like there's kind of a double standard here, where. Uh, in the case of for instance george takai he seems to be treated a little bit differently than some of these some of these other people uh george takai obviously gay um obviously a uh an actor that people seem to like a lot outspoken on political issues so he's in that hollywood in crowd uh but he was accused of drugging some guy at his house back in maybe 1983 I think it was and 81, a- 81. Mm-hmm. and uh the guy passed out after a couple of drinks and then he noticed that uh George Takai had taken the liberty uh of removing his pants <laughs> while he was out and uh started to stick his hand in his underwear and the guy protested and Takai told him ah, relax relax And he didn't want to relax. He he didn't want to. And so this guy has apparently been telling this story for years to his friends and relatives and to hit at parties, I guess. (laughs) Takai was asked about it and denied it. Implicitly just he was hurt by that accusation. But listen to him, what, two weeks ago? A couple months,
2: yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. A couple months ago on the Howard Stern show. where this kind of stuff is discussed on a pretty regular basis. The irony is uh, we have a man in the White House who talked about grabbing Ex- c-. There is an irony about all of this, is there not, George? Well, it's a repetition, you know, because... All your years involved with c- you never gr- hassled anybody or grabbed their c- 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 Yeah. Did you ever grab anyone
4: by the c- their Will? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> hello? <laughs> oh, no. Well, they, they
1: were different times. You never sexually harassed any c- <laughs> Um... <laughs> Have you? <laughs> okay, so you've never sexually harassed anybody. And the answer to that Have is... Have you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, time for a commercial uh, break? Yeah, we'll take that <laughs> as a yes.
5: Oh, my goodness. You've got such a beautiful... Uh, f- uh,
4: it's, it's some people that are kind of um, mm-hmm.
1: um, skittish. Yeah. Okay, so if somebody's skittish, it's okay <laughs> to just grab their crotch. Well, it's going to relax. Is that, him. Is that what we're? Yeah. Okay. Right. You you're under- skittish, or right, or maybe, uh, or maybe, um, or maybe uh, afraid. Afraid. Maybe you're afraid, or you're <laughs> skittish. I'm just going to grab you and take what I want. Is that okay? <laughs> That's unbelievable. That really is. And you're trying to persuade, but you know. Trying do to we persuade. need to call the police?
8: What is, what, what is he <laughs> saying, Howard?
1: Yes, what are you call saying, George? Police.
4: In other words, they were taught. But you never uh, held a job over someone if they didn't. No. Oh, no, I never did that. Oh, no. I see. What? Did you do? Yeah, that's at
2: what at this is all situations,
9: about. Though?
5: It's about. It's not about sex. It's about yes, power. Yes, it is. Right. It's about power. It's but about. So you didn't both. do
9: this grabbing at work.
5: Oh no, no, it wasn't uh, at work. Oh good. <laughs> it was either well. in my home. Oh, okay. They came to my home.
1: Okay, so it's. It came to his home, and then anything goes. <laughs> so if you if you go over to his house for dinner, expect to be. Uh, sexually molested by George Takai. <laughs> that's amazing. Noted. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Uh, so is it, is it different from men and who like men? Is that a different situation? Cause men are supposedly more sexually active or like it more. Or I, whatever stereotype men fit into, uh, I guess it's okay because you're a man, he's a man, and all men want it every single time. It's just unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. But it's George George Takei and he's he's one of the one of the liberal elites. And we'll, so, is this going to be okay with everybody?
2: And he has spent the last couple of years um, ripping. Allegations against Trump. Yes, um, on a bus. Comments he made, and he's just had this um, holier than thou type attitude. And how dare you, mm-hmm. when you've
1: been doing the <laughs> same thing? Who knows your whole life, your whole career? Clear back in 1981, when this guy was just—I think he was an aspiring actor—and and he waited tables, and Takai met him at some place, some bar or whatever, and they. It, Talked to each other a few times. Then he invited him over to his house. After the guy broke up with his boyfriend, Takai invites him over. And he's comforting him. And he's he's drugging him.
2: Because he was skittish. And
1: he was skittish. You want
2: him to relax.
1: That's right. And so he relaxed him by drugging him and knocking him out. Uh, It would be the opposite of relaxed. No, you're really relaxed when you're on Mickey's. (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Not when you wake up and you see (laughs)
2: George Takai with his head between (laughs) your legs. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, uh. Uh, hey, George, I'm not into this. Nah, relax. Relax. <laughs> okay. Uh, George, you're not going to go where no man has gone before. <laughs> Let me just make that clear. Okay. <laughs> okay, actually, a few men have gone there before, but you're not going to. <laughs> you're not going to be <laughs> one of them, man. Back off. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, That's tri- rough. It's really rough. Uh and again, you know, it's it's interesting because these are all the Hollywood elites. There's there's not been, as far as I know, any conservatives caught up in this yet. So it's it's kind of interesting to just sit back and watch this transpire. Uh as as all of these liberals eat their own. Uh don't we have a list? Where's that list of of uh actors? who have been accused. Mm. It's over here in this...
2: Yeah, it's somewhere in there, but I got it here. Hang on.
1: Yeah, see if you can find it, because it's a lengthy list. And one of the latest after George Takai is Brett Ratner, who's, I mean, a big-time director-producer. And he's accused of outing one young actress, Ellen Page, when he was with the X-Men. And apparently he said something about, you know... She should get together with a girl so she knows she's lesbian or something. And that humiliated her. Uh, So he's in that list now, too. And Gal Gadot, who is Wonder Woman, says she won't play Wonder Woman again until he's completely out of the series. All his financial interests and and everything out. Be interesting. I mean, she's got to have a lot of pull. What what are they going to do? What's Warner Brothers going to do now? You either sacrifice Gal Gadot as as Wonder woman, woman or Brett Ratner, who financed these movies. That's a tough choice. See what happens. Uh, but so far, in addition to Harvey Weinstein, there's been Andrew Kreisberg, executive producer of Arrow, Supergirl, and The Flash. Wow. Sexual harassment of more than a dozen people. Uh, the fallout so far... <clears throat> He's been suspended by Warner Brothers TV group. His response is, I've made comments on women's appearances and clothes in my capacity as an executive producer, but they were not sexualized. Like many people, I've given someone a non-sexual hug or a kiss on the cheek, so he denies the accusations. Louis C.K., his story is interesting. Sick, but interesting. Interesting. He supposedly asks women permission to do something in front of them. And in each case, apparently they've said yes. And I think they admit that. So he's exposed himself and done things in front of them. Uh, FX and other media companies have already cut ties. Movie release and comedy special were canceled. His response, his stories are true. I've been remorseful of my actions. And that's a weird one because that's... As far as I know, I heard that all of these actions that he performed in front of women were consensual. Like they said, "Yes, go ahead." <laughs> Weird. Uh, first of all, why would you do that? I, I really strange.
2: Maybe they were skittish, and he just wanted them to relax.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, but what's their what's their motivation for? Yeah, let me see you do that. I just bizarre. Uh, then there's Benjamin. Ginocchio, executive director at the Armory Show Art Fair. Uh, I've never even heard of that guy. David Galode, co-chief executive uh, of Primary Wave Entertainment Agency, talent agency, accused of sexual assault of four women. He's already resigned from his position. Uh, Jeff Hoover, Kentucky Speaker of House. Speaker of the House, sexual harassment, inappropriate text messages. Reassigned leadership position, but has remained in the legislature as of now. Uh, Brett Ratner, that we mentioned, we don't know exactly. He stepped away from activities related to Warner Brothers already. <laughs> wow. Even though his people have said, we're confident that his name will be cleared once the current media frenzy dies down and people can objectively evaluate the nature of these claims. It's a statement from his attorney. Kurt Webster. Music publicist. Sexual assault and harassment, including unwanted touching. He's stepped away from his firm, Webster Public Relations. Uh, Andy Dick, who's an actor. Sexual harassment, including groping. Fired from his movie. He says, I didn't grope anybody. I might have kissed somebody on the cheek to say goodbye and then licked them. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, okay. If you're just licking people's faces. Uh, Never mind.
2: (laughs) Just... uh... Just it's a whole new world, man. It, I just it can't sure even is. relate. It
1: sure is. Sorry,
2: I I do have a problem. I uh, yeah, well, I, like I to lick people. I lick people. I lick people. I mean, it's a thing. It's a it's uh, what I do.
1: It's exactly what he said. It's my thing. <laughs> I lick people. It's my thing. That can't be your thing, dude. That that can't be your thing. I'm
2: gonna have to fight a new thing. Yeah, Sorry. a new
1: thing that involves not touching people.
2: Sorry, Mister Dick.
1: At all uh michael Oreskes, head of uh news at npr former new york times editor accused of sexual harassment of three women he has resigned and he's deeply sorry to the people i've hurt my behavior was wrong a lot of these people are just admitting it interestingly just admitting it hamilton fish president publisher of the new republic complaints by female female employees he resigned Women have longstanding and profound concerns with respect to their treatment in the workplace. Many men have a lot to learn in this regard. I know I do. And I help for and encourage that new direction. Yeah, some people figured that out, I don't know, before the scandal. Uh, Hamilton? Just a safety tip. Kevin Spacey, of course. Sexual assault of multiple men and sexual misconduct with a minor. Suspended from House of Cards. Cut out of other projects. Response from his people, Kevin Spacey is taking the time necessary to seek evaluation and treatment. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't make it okay, that you're seeking treatment now. Should have done that, I don't know, 40 years ago. That is
2: a long list you got there in your hands. If we add any more names to that, we're going to run out of ink and paper in this building.
1: Ken Baker, E! News Hmm. correspondent. Sexual harassment of two women, including unwanted kissing and inappropriate messages, pulled from the air while they investigate. Wow. Wow. Uh, Of course, Mark Halperin at NBC News, accusation of sexual harassment of at least five women dismissed from MSNBC, NBC News, HBO, Showtime, all, anything he was involved with has been canceled. And he says, I'm profoundly sorry for the pain and anguish I've caused, so he admits it. Nick Najera, director of CBS's Diversity Showcase, sexual harassment, including inappropriate comments to performers, Uh, he's also resigned. Wow. We're heartbroken and confounded by deliberate and cruel defamations, said his family in a statement, yet he resigned. Knight Landisman, publisher of Art Forum, sexual harassment of at least nine women, including groping, resigned. He fully recognizes that he's tested certain boundaries, which I am working hard to correct. Another admission. Leon Celtier. Uh, Former editor at the New Republic, Uh, sexual harassment of several women, fired. Terry Richardson, fashion photographer, sexual harassment of models, banned from working with uh, these models. John Besh, chief executive of the Besh restaurant group, sexual harassment. He's stepped down since. Wow. Wow. I alone, his, here's his response. This is a big-time chef, like a celebrity chef. I alone am entirely responsible for my moral failings. This is not the way the head of a company like ours should have acted. Yeah, you know, the time for this statement was, I don't know, before all of this started. You think? Lockhart Steele, editor, editorial director of Vox Media, sexual harassment of at least one person, including unwanted kissing, fired. Bye bye uh, Robert Scoble, tech blogger and co-founder of Transformation Group, sexual harassment of at least two women, resigned. Chris Savino, creator and uh, showrunner of The Loud House, sexual harassment including unwanted sexual advances of as many as 12 women, fired. I am deeply sorry and ashamed, another admit it, uh Admission. Wow, this doesn't even include all of them, because uh, there's Bob we- Weinstein, who was accused of, you know, the brother of Harvey, oh, yeah. accused of asking a woman out repeatedly. <laughs> she kept saying no. He didn't actually touch her inappropriately or anything. He just asked her out repeatedly. Wait, he did what? Yeah, he asked her out repeatedly. Stop.
2: And he's not on that list?
1: Uh, no. For asking her on a date? No. Maybe That's an incomplete it, list. Right. It actually is because there's, I mean, there's more. Uh, um, what's his face? Big actor. Uh, wow. Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck's been accused. Okay. Yes. But, he, was he on uh, uh, but there were there's more. Um, there was just somebody over the weekend, uh, and he said he didn't regret it.
2: Oh, nice. what is that guy's name? Somebody's throwing a curveball in there. Dustin yeah. Hoffman was he on that list there? Oh, Hoffman, Richard Dreyfus, you're thinking about this
1: week. Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I tell
2: you what, this is an easier exercise if we just try to name the actors that haven't, haven't been accused of anything. It might be a quicker <laughs> way to the well. There. Crazy.
1: AAA nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. If your family is under duress, say somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night. I mean, there's nothing more frightening than that. There's nothing more. Uh, that feels like a, a violation than that, uh, and it just a single second could be the difference between life and death. And it takes less than a third of a second for our Identilux computer to recognize your fingerprint and disengage. Same amount of time it takes a gun. Uh, to, it takes to fire a gun pulled from your holster. It can take up to ten seconds to get your gun out of a uh, locked gun safe. That's even at your, you know, at your bedside. Uh, but this. Just unlocks like that. I mean, it is so fast and so easy, and you're ready to go and defend yourself and your family within a split second, a fraction of a second. Identilock gives you the peace of mind that only when you want access to the gun, that's the only time it will happen. It's the world's first fingerprint trigger lock, and it's great if you just use the key as well. It's light, 12 ounces, uh... It can travel with you to the office, fit in your purse nicely. It was created by a parent for parents to help prevent accidental or unintentional discharges. Identilock runs on a lithium-ion battery, and it lasts up to six months on a single charge. Fantastic. It's available exclusively at Cabela's throughout the nation.
4: All right, so... Pat, I want you to know. Over the weekend, I stopped, uh, made a little trip to Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, that's and right. This is how my brain works.
1: How far is it? Did you drive or flight? no? We
4: flew. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a, like an hour-long flight. Mm-hmm. So, two things that I, I wanted to bring to light from Roswell. Number one, it was where they um, they took Hillary's plane after her campaign and stripped it. That is Number hysterical, one. by the way. Number two, is
1: that, that's a real thing.
4: That's a real thing. That there's an airplane graveyard down there. Mm-hmm. The second thing was I started noticing all the you know, the alien pictures, and I. Kid you not? Oh, no, no, I start,
1: no, no, no. start.
4: Yes, this is how my brain works. I wonder if they have to clean their ears. <laughs> I'm not kidding, and I thought yeah. surely they are advanced. And I mean. Obviously, when they've got ears like that, but no, you know, ear lobes and stuff. Right. There, it's even more important to get the inside <laughs> of their ears. <laughs> Bunch clean. of alien
2: stuff in Roswell. I mean, I all, know, isn't it all weird? All a weather balloon. It's crashing? very what strange. Is
4: that all about? Seventy years now, they've been dealing with clean alien ears <laughs> down in Roswell. Nice wow. Nice people. It's impressive. Yeah. So this so is kind can of. Can I a,
1: have one of these? Uh,
4: yes, you may. You alien can have mints. Alien mints. Um. Oh,
1: alien poop mints. <laughs> yes, they're very they're good. Chocolate pepper Uh huh. Yeah, oh,
4: they're good for you. They're chock full of vitamins. So Are they? But if yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want some, uh, if you really want uh-huh. advanced technology in your ears, cleaning out your ears, use waxrx.com. See, I'm mm. tying this all together now.
2: I didn't mm. notice. It's so subtle. I just, it is I didn't very even subtle. Notice.
4: I mean, ears on aliens, ears on humans. You got those little aliens running around your home. Mm. They call them kids. Mm. They need their ears clean Mm -hmm. before school, before the winter, before that that whole thing. If you go to usewaxrx.com, it's a simple three-step system. Ear softening, uh, wax softening drops, the spray bottle, and the pH-conditioned rinse that gives you those soft, supple Supple. ears. Mm -hmm. And it's all for less than the price of a doctor visit, Mm -hmm. but it was designed by a doctor. I bring you these tidings of good news. Mm -hmm. Go to usewaxrx.com. If you use promo code radio, they'll send it to you. Free shipping. (laughs) Usewaxrx.com.
0: Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: (music) 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 Pat Gray. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three at uh, the box office over the weekend. As you might expect, Thor Ragnarok was number one. My wife and I went to that. Oh, how uh, was it? I didn't like it. Mm. She hated it. I didn't like it. And you know what? I've realized I, I don't like these movies. Uh, these superhero movies. Yeah. They're they're getting dumber and dumber every time.
2: Just too it's, it's too saturated.
1: now. Yeah, and it's just so much blowing up and destruction and like they're. they're it wasn't enough to destroy New York. Then they had to do the whole planet. Now whole planets are being destroyed. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's, just, it's too much for me. Plus, it's just—I don't know what's the word I'm groping for. Stupid. Okay. So, uh, I apologize if you enjoyed <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Fifty-six point six million to be number one. Uh, it's up to 211, 211 million already, uh, and it only cost only it cost one hundred eighty million to make. It's already in the red, in the black. Wow. Already in the black, two weeks out. Uh Daddy's Home Two made thirty million. Murder on the Orient Express, which actually looks you know, that looks interesting. Mm. You have any interest in that? Uh, it's eh. kind of a clue type thing, Maybe. it looks like twenty eight point yeah. two million, that was number three. Uh Bad Mom's Christmas. No interest in that, but it, <laughs> it made eleven point five. Then Jigsaw, which I don't know why people wanna watch. I d- other people being cut up with a jigsaw.
2: I'm the same way. Why? There is nothing. This Why? is. I, I realize that we almost stand alone, but I have mm. absolutely no interest in horror flicks.
1: Well, and especially one where that's the whole premise of the movie that you're going to be tortured with a saw of some kind. The Saw One through Seven. Now this is the eighth in the series. Hmm. By the way, they've I, it's sort of a reboot of it. Why? Tyler Perry's Boo 2 still out and that made another 2 million. So it made 40 it's it's up to about 46 million cost 25 to make. Uh, he always seems to make money on his movies. Then there's Geostorm. Grand total 31 million since it came out 4 weeks ago. 31 million it cost 120 million to make. That is another global warming movie disaster. That's so good. Awesome. That's so good. good. Blade Runner for some reason isn't doing well. Eighty-eight million cost one fifty to make. Happy Death Day. I don't know anything about. Only cost. Oh, is this a? That's a Jason. What's his face movie, isn't it? Oh. Because it only cost four point eight million to make. It's made fifty-five million so far. And then Lady Bird was number ten. Uh, not a lot of terrific movies out this year. I have found. Maybe that'll change with Star Wars coming up next month. I think on the 18th, right? December 18th. Sounds right. Looking forward to that. 888-900-3393. Oh, Chew the Fat with Jeffy next.
0: Mm. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I am and so is. Jeffy. He's here to chew the fat. Happy Monday, Pat.
5: Back at Happy you, freaking Monday. Right back at oh you. Oh, my gosh. Can we, is it time yet? Two. Seriously, just to put crime tape around Hollywood and Beverly Hills? Yes. Just wrap them up. Be done with it. <laughs> right? I mean. Let it, you, don't worry about what's going on in Alabama. I'm just talking about Hollywood and Beverly yeah, Hills.
1: Just it's wrap bad. It up. I'll bet you. there. I, I would bet by the time this ends, there's going to be hardly anybody you haven't heard of or anybody oh. that you know of who hasn't been accused the of way sexual they, harassment. So many of these people, once they get accused,
5: and that's mm. what's weird. There, nobody Has anybody been charged with a crime?
1: No, not so far. Right? Not even Weinstein. It's just
5: accused or allegations. That's it.
1: Mm -hmm.
5: It's just weird. But the way that the movie companies are distancing themselves from so many of the people that are accused, Mm -hmm. allegated against, Mm -hmm. uh, you've got to believe they all knew. They all knew. It was just like the Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah. Right? In the beginning, it was like, Wow, why would Netflix distance themselves so fast on such a hit show? Because they knew.
1: Yeah, they, yes. They knew. So well, they were getting, the I'll plug. bet they had a bunch of complaints from the casting. crew. That's what I mean. They all knew. So They, they yeah. all knew. And and they may not have known of the kid, you know, in 1985. No, 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 I'm not talking about any the but, actual but crimes, they, but they knew of they the, knew the, the misconduct. A they knew he was a douchebag yes. from, from the
5: get-go. The misconduct, and you know. Yeah. Let's be honest. If you wanted to work on House of Cards and Kevin groped you, you're going to live with the groping and move on, which they did. And they all
1: waited until they,
5: you know, were felt safe coming out. And Jeffy, complained. everybody
1: knows that even if you're not on House of Cards, you're going to live with the groping and you're going to move on.
5: I'm just saying. this. <laughs> you
1: know, we we all know that about you. We things all know.
5: Ha- <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I didn't ever say Did I ever say that out loud?
1: No, but you didn't need to. goes without saying.
5: Another woman. Accuses George H. W. Bush. Oh, you got to be kidding! Of groping <laughs> her when she was 16 years old. Oh my gosh! Hold on.
2: What was his pickup line?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil it. Is that? I mean, really? Uh,
5: that's right. Uh, this girl uh, was groped <laughs> in 2003. When he was was he not was in, not a, in wheelchair. a wheelchair. He was standing, and, and she was uh, 16 years old. Oh no. So, does there video proof? Or- that, well, no. No, there is not. No, there is not. There's a picture of this girl and her mom. And I would say that in the picture, the mom looks like she's actually the one that's getting a little squeeze on the rear. But uh, the picture is should be up on the screen now. You can take a look at the picture for those of you watching on Blaze Television Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she said uh, as the picture was being snapped on the one, two, three, he dropped his hand from my waist down to my buttocks, gave it a nice ripe squeeze, which would account <laughs> for the fact that <laughs> in the photograph, my mouth is hanging wide open. I was like, oh, my goodness, what just happened? And that was, you know, I would say really the mom looks like, ooh. So maybe, I mean, H- maybe H.W. is hitting both of them up. <laughs> I don't know. It's really, um, really strange. Boy. But it looks like, I mean, I look. Can anybody, is there, is there video, photo evidence? No, of course not.
1: And it's, you know, it's... So she claims, is that happening right here yes. in, this, in this particular yes, just photo? she's saying that... Uh, that he's groping her. That he's squeezing her buttocks. Yeah, he squeezed her butt. Gave right it a now. nice, ripe squeeze.
5: One, two, three, smile, squeeze on the old buttocks. I'm sorry, I don't believe it. Now,
1: what I believe... I don't believe it. I don't believe it. No. No. I shan't be believing this.
2: One. <laughs> okay. Neither of their facial expressions would. No, mom's give does. Away. Mom,
1: mom's kind of like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, HW. Hey. No, the mom's not like. <laughs> Look at the hey. picture. It sure is. You. Can... I looked at the picture, and she's not like. She hey. Mom was... <laughs> the mom was like, hey. <laughs> no. And neither is That's a sixteen-year-old girl. No, she I know, look and like her mouth is not wide at open. All. No, uh-uh. not at all. And wouldn't you at least go? What you would gasp? Mm-hmm. or Something would happen there. That's not right. The I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> you don't have to.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's just that they. I mean, they keep beating up on H.W. Bad about that.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not sure I quite understand it. But, well, he's a Republican. They hate Republicans. But look
5: in his. In, Fairness to HW will give him, I mean, he did, uh, uh his, uh, spokesman, uh, Jim McGrath uh, said in a statement, George Bush simply does not have it in his heart to knowingly cause anyone harm or distress. And he again apologizes to anyone he may have offended during a photo op. Uh,
1: God, come
2: on. That's not a so, denial. No,
1: it is not. That again, that's not even a denial. No, it is He's not. He's standing a... <laughs> upright. The guy, well, know. He, he's what? Okay, 2003. 70s, so we're 14 years ago. Like yeah, late 70s. 78, 79 in there somewhere. No, he, had his, he was in his right mind. He yeah. had his faculties. Uh, if that's true, that's despicable.
2: Somewhere out there, Dana Carvey is just itching to get in front of a camera again.
5: I mean, God. I know. <laughs> it's not a denial, but it's not
1: an admission of guilt.
2: Oh, you know, no. So, that sounds
1: like it. I mean, that's a been terrible statement. And, well, whoever whoever there. issued that statement needs to be fired cuz <laughs> that while that <laughs> may work now for the wheelchair photos. It doesn't work then. It doesn't work for 2003. No, it
5: doesn't work while you're
1: still upright and uh, able to
5: ha-ha-ha.
1: No, that has to be like we categorically deny. Mm that George W Bush would have butt squeezed the 16 year old girl. <laughs> no.
2: Anyway, oh, can we work that phrase in into fact, every show? In fact, looking yes. at the
1: picture, you can tell that
5: he was more interested in mom. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> no, you don't want that statement either. No. No, uh, you don't want that one either.
1: Okay. No. All right. Well, you know, listen, I try to help.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes,
2: you did.
1: You you got an interesting way of Helping.
5: He's a helper. <laughs> yeah. And we have, uh, this is uh, something I talked a little bit about uh, on the morning show this morning as uh, I sit in for the uh, Doc Thompson, the missing Doc Thompson. Are you doing that again tomorrow? Uh, I am doing that again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, plague is now in its 10th African nation. The Black Plague. The Black Plague. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You, you look and you think, ah, oh, it's Africa. Okay, whatever. But then you look at, it's all along the, the almost the entire East Coast of Africa. From uh, from Malawi to Madagascar, I mean, they—it's amazing that they how bad it looks when they show the highlighted shot of Africa, and mm-hmm. uh, you think, well, you know, I mean, the World Health Organization is trying to help them out with oh, uh, give God. them a few million. They that, say it's going to take cured. like six
1: months. Cured with antibiotics. Why right. are we getting them massive doses of, of antibiotics? And they're
5: shipping some in, How but it's got to that? get to them. It's got to get to them. Plus, one of wow. the uh, one of the things uh, that uh, tends to, uh... well, it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help with the outbreak. Is that officials in Madagascar have uh, warned residents, uh, look, stop exhuming bodies of dead loved ones and, and dancing, dancing with, with them. them yes that,
1: that's a problem uh yeah it's a nah, bit, that's a little that's problem you know. <laughs> it's a weird tradition that they have yes it is where they celebrate the dead by digging them up and dancing, dancing with them, with them.
2: Yeah. what in the hell was... i don't know
1: it's a really bizarre super <laughs> super bizarre you know, we, we
2: hear about these stories from centuries ago and we're like man people were so stupid how dumb is that and it's happening today
1: yeah, very. Uh, very
5: yeah, very, no, very I don't think weird. they're trying to do the twist, or they're trying to. <laughs> you I know, they're trying it. to do the polka it's so with. Uh, <laughs> stupid,
2: it's just gross and stupid.
5: Wow, how dare yes, you? Yes, I was looking at wow. you when I said
2: that. I'm sorry, didn't mean uh, it like going that.
5: Going
1: through their their ritual of love for family members. Yeah, who are you? And you're calling it stupid? Who are you, Mr. Western Sensibilities? Oh, okay. Who are you? I'll Guilty just, as charged. I'll just put my loved ones a, in a box and throw a, them in the ground. Okay,
5: whatever.
2: To Touch anything that's dead. dead. people. Yeah. <laughs> that's just generally a bad plan.
5: Yeah, it is. Plus, they've got uh, rat issues that's coming into the bigger cities in Madagascar. Well, that's they're what saying spread that the, it in the
1: uh, 16 years. They're
5: saying that the fire that had a number of... Uh, more than usual fires in the woodlands. And mm-hmm. so the rats are fleeing the the woods to the cities, which, uh, you know, they carry that bag of fleas full of Black Plague with them every time they come into the city. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, hey, look at the cute little rat bite. Oh, Plague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, just tell your kids don't pet the rats. Congratulations. Congratulations. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Congratulations, Colin Kaepernick. Named GQ Magazine's Citizen of the Year. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Ugh. I love the story. Free agent quarterback Colin Kaepernick has been named GQ Magazine's Citizen of the Year for his activism. And some of my favorite hmm. uh, little quotes uh, Harry Belfonte, oh, okay. uh, now 90. Uh, saying uh, people like Kaepernick taking action is the greatest reward he could ask for. And of course, rapper J. Cole. Who doesn't love rapper J. Cole?
2: Right here. I'm president of the rapper uh, J. Cole
5: fan club. He was quoted as saying, hey, he sacrificed his dream to stand up for something. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) He sacrificed his dream to stand up uh, a. Aside from the irony that he didn't stand, he knelt. Right. Uh, he gave up his dream. Uh, no. No. Uh, no. 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 He didn't. He wasn't at the height of his career. He wasn't at. Uh, hey, I'm Colin Kaepernick, and uh, I'm going to be here. No, it was like Colin, not that good. You're having a tough year. You're rough. Mm-hmm. We're not going to hire you. And then you became this. Uh, you became this. This, this sludge of. Uh, Making uh, making the team separate from football. That's one of the things that's wrong with the NFL today. They're mm-hmm. not talking about football anymore. Yeah, they're talking about everything around it. And they've had a they had a pretty good weekend.
1: Yeah, uh, only, only three guys uh, had a pretty a good knee, weekend. Took a knee on and veterans' one of the, weekend. And one of the
5: things, look, the NFL has uh, been big with the veterans for a number of years, and they've done this. And we talked a little bit about last week where the coaches and everyone are wearing, uh, you know, their camo, their camo gear and. Uh, uh, it you know it's okay I got it but one of the things that needs to happen is I get that that uh, you know the media is reporting it but the NFL needs to step away and not talk about it just do it mm-hmm. just do it don't say hey look at us we're not kneeling anymore we're putting hundred yard flags on the field before every game no which they've always done right right just let it happen because mm-hmm. it's it's too late to try to prove to us that you're extra nice and that you're going above board and that you believe in America but at least let it ride on give us a little bit of the illusion that uh you still are kind of okay with America
1: They did Just the exact bit. opposite of that this weekend, uh, they made the biggest deal. Out I of know Veterans Day I, I've ever seen them and, make. You know,
5: and we, we talked a little bit about last week because we knew it was coming. I mean, that's <laughs> they're trying to ram it down our throats now that we love it and do, that mm-hmm. we've done all this. It's just, I mean, I know they've done this every year no, for cr- at least no credibility. I don't know a dozen years or so anyway that they've had a big deal. But right, my gosh, what? What do you guys hmm. th- stop it? Yeah. And they've had, I mean, huge. Uh, Look, I mean, the battle between uh, uh, Goodell and a few of the owners is uh, really evident. Um, he's asking for, you know, more money now, and I know they made a big deal about him asking for a bunch more money and a private jet,
1: forty-nine and a half
5: million but dollars. A I would year. say that he for his job. I would say I'm okay with the private jet. He should have one. Are you okay with it? He should have. He should have one for his job. Okay, Heck well.
1: yeah. Uh, he should be able to fly all around the country to the games anytime he wants. If if you're okay with it, I'm sure the NFL will be too. Uh so, that's good good to know and I'm glad you made that announcement. What I'm telling I that's think, obviously I don't going think he deserves influence. the 50 million. He's already making 30, right? 20? He's making 40. He's making
5: forty million. Now. At some point, you've made enough money. Forty <laughs> million, and now he wants more. Yeah, no, sorry, no, not after your performance the last few years, Roger. No,
1: when ratings are down. Yeah, and the no, the ratings are down. The country hates
5: you. Nobody's talking about football. or talking about his everything off the field. Uh, between concussions and uh, players being uh, suspended, and other players uh, showing disrespect to our national anthem and country, you want more money?
1: Yeah, uh, no. Thanks Actually, not. this article says thirty million a year, so you might be. Right. Yeah, that's so what I thought. He's asking for n- almost twenty million more dollars a year. <laughs> twenty million more? Yeah, no. Well, Here's man, your private jet. and holy uh, cow. If, if they're
5: going to let him keep his job, right? I mean, uh, there's plenty of uh, – Jerry has got behind the scenes working on uh, hit the road jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger, take care. Mm-hmm. Nice knowing you.
2: Maybe he's playing the Pat Gray uh, salary game where it's like, hey, you ask for 50 if you really just want the 40.
1: It is a great uh, negotiating
2: it, it, is.
1: it is. It is. It is.
5: Yeah. But I would say that in there are times when you do that to negotiate when you are also performing at your best, mm-hmm. and it's uh, not. And he is. He, he should be lucky to just stay at not. that plateau. I would salary. say I would say Roger should be able to read the tea leaves <laughs> and say, mm, you know, maybe I ought to mm-hmm. just uh, hang in there and keep uh, keep everything going uh, mm-hmm. and try to keep it afloat. But he
1: definitely doesn't believe in that. That's for sure. And uh, I don't know. Are we, uh, we still have time? Where are we at? No, we should take a break and then we'll come back and finish up. Okay. All right. Triple eight, 933.93. Let me tell you about Filter Buy. This is so convenient. And if you're like me, I hate to even think about changing my air filters. I don't like going and looking for them. I always get the wrong size and then I have to take it back and exchange it. You can avoid all of that hassle and replace your old, dirty, potentially dangerous air filters in your home with FilterBuy.com. They send you the size you need within 24 hours, and the shipping is free. It's a tremendous deal. They, they use double the industry standard MERV rating. The MERV rating uh, tells you how much of the dust and pollen and mold, and they do double the industry rating in, in filtering all of that stuff out. And you can set up convenient auto delivery for you. You'll save 5% on your purchases. And uh, you don't never have to think about when you're going to change your filters again because it just comes when it's supposed to. It's an awesome deal and a great company. Filter manufactures everything right here in America. Go to FilterBuy.com today. Get the best price on top quality filters shipped free within 24 hours. FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com.
0: This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Oh, good. Breaking news. Uh, Joe Biden is not closing the door on a run for 2020 president. uh, uh Campaign. Good. Yeah, isn't that great? Was, oh,
5: actually, that is good. That will be fun. <laughs> I wanted him in this time. Mm. He would have been fun.
1: Could be like
5: 106. I know. It's still fun. He's Joe. Yeah. Good okay. old Joe. All right. He's old Joe. It'll be good. Listen, uh, just as a quick side note, I know that uh, some of the owners that we were reading in the break, we were still talking about the NFL deal with Roger Goodell. And uh, some of the owners were saying that uh, it's too much money, uh, that some owners don't make $50 million a year. Mm-hmm. Roger's not going to quit. He's going to go on. Just let me throw this out there. I know that probably the, one of the issues is you don't want to get rid of Roger because you don't have anybody yet to run the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'll do it for you. Hmm. Uh, look, one-year deal, $10 million, and then we'll renegotiate after that.
1: Wow, that's quite a so, discount. NFL. You do it for 10000000 million? One-year deal, though. Okay. Yeah, don't. But a third of what they're paying yeah. right now. You save them yeah. $20 million a year. Yeah. Wow. And listen. That's a bargain right there. Here's, here's the deal. For the first year, the one-year deal, $10 million,
5: And I don't need the private jet because you know, I'll watch the games on satellite.
2: Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's my dream job to. Look, <laughs> uh, that's me. I want to make that's schedules for the NFL. Out there. Could you maybe uh, make that happen? You want to like, make uh, schedules for the NFL? Yeah, please. I want to be the Once I'm
5: you. in, we can, make, we can see, you know. Oh, nice. yes. Yeah. Yeah, listen. I tell you what you do. Mm. You 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 vote for me, and you get me in, and then uh, and then we'll see. <clears throat> Done. One of my favorite tweets from the weekend uh, nineteen ninety seven. Don't trust anyone on the internet. Don't get in a stranger's car. Two thousand seventeen. Use the internet to get into a stranger's car. That's where we're at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah.
5: And where? Uh, what else we got? Oh, we talked a little bit uh, about uh, college football. Uh, uh,
1: BYU. Uh, mm-hmm. Pulled out mm-hmm. another victory. I only uh, congratulations. Playoff committee is watching. Uh, they two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they dominated San Jose State over the weekend. Friday night, they dominated UNLV. I, I mean, know. they
5: got two games left, and I was looking. The final <laughs> game is in Hawaii, so they might as well treat that like their bowl game. Yeah, because tra- uh, yeah. I think that, that's as close as they're coming to the bowl game for sure. Yeah, and Missouri is actually looking to go bowling. Uh, they won. They won against Tennessee, cost Butch Jones his job. Uh, wow. The final was 50 to something, but it should have been 56, 57, one touchdown. Uh, They didn't even, they said he was out of bounds uh, at, at the one, which uh-huh. he wasn't. And they didn't review it. And then we took a knee and uh, oh, the game ran out.
2: He took the Tom Osborne. Right. Of it. it was no.
5: 50 to 17. Right yeah. it was pretty good beating. Yeah. They've been taking a, they've been beating some teams, man. That offense wow. is on fire. Wow! So uh, they're five and five. Got uh-huh. a couple games left. Got Vanderbilt uh, SEC games. So uh, you know we're looking to go bowling. I'm excited Vanderbilt? about that. Vanderbilt. Oh, they should beat Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt's been pretty. They've been pretty tough. And who's their? Who's you their last game? You know?
8: uh, that, uh, Arkansas Arkansas. Who's struggling that's, now? That's
5: winnable. Uh, yeah, I mean they're struggling. I think the quarterback just got taken off for drunk driving or something this past weekend. Well, so they
1: could finish seven and five. I know.
5: I know. Not bad. There's
1: a Jeffy
2: grin growing (laughs) over there. I want to talk about your armadillo. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about what what are you doing to this armadillo of yours?
5: My armadillo? The armadillo race, I'm continuing to win. correct? Dope it up, right? I'm continuing to win by uh, quite a bit of margin. I just
2: checked it, updated, and you are still in the lead, uh, about 500 bucks ahead of that. Yeah.
5: You know, I I think a couple of reasons why. One, um, I'm loved. <laughs> two. Two. <That's, that's, laughs> you can discount that reason. <laughs>
2: okay. Two,
5: uh-huh. two. two. uh that uh and I would just go with that.
1: You just leave it at your we'll love. That's, all. Your that's love.
5: all. That's all. Okay. So there's I think no we'll just leave real
1: it reason?
2: I mean, we're trying to figure out what's happening.
5: And people are just loving the fact that uh I'm winning. Yeah, I guess. It's like this like it's like the little guy, me, the little guy. I mean when you think of me, you, you think... think of little guy. And uh I've I'm winning. The little guy winning. That's me.
2: Wait, there's no little guy involved with you. I don't understand what you're saying there.
1: You're a little guy to the fat power. Ah. <laughs>
2: I like that. With the,
5: you're, the fat you're a little power. guy to
1: the power of fatness. Look, just go know? to mercuryone.org. This, and vote for me on my armadillo. That's what I just said. And vote just for me on my armadillo. in my name on my armadillo. I just said that. And Thank get you. me ahead of Jeffy. <laughs> This is unacceptable. So it's Jeffy, me, Glenn, Doc, Stu, and Brad. In that order. In that order. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So and and it's coming up this Saturday night. Should be fun. It's and a cowboy fun. theme. You're gonna dress cowboy chic. Or oh, whatever.
5: Pat. Yeah, Pat. I went mm-hmm. out and I was thinking about getting. I haven't actually gone out yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was thinking about maybe you know getting the Dan Blocker hat. Oh yeah. You know, the Honderosa yeah. mm-hmm. big uh, Dan was a fellow athletically overweight man. <laughs> and uh, so an, was, a,
2: an AO. If if you if you don't yeah, know yeah. the AO if you want to if you wanna, if you a. wanna a. add
5: a. letters a. to the list, that was that
1: was Dan and I. Okay, good. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you in a cowboy hat and me in a cowboy hat. Oh, I know. I don't look good in hats of any kind, let alone a cowboy hat. So it should be quite embarrassing. It'll be fun. But it'll, be, it'll fun. be fun. I love hats, so let's go. All right. And this is the fundraiser that we do once a year so that we pay the administration fees and the, the people who work for Mercury One and do such a great job. And it's this event that allows us to use 100% of everything you donate to slay uh, the Houston hurricane, right. Florida, the what's going on in the fires and all of that, and the shootings, 100% of what you donate goes to that cause because of this event so we'll see you saturday night go to mercuryone.org for all the details and vote for my armadillo
0: pat gray only on the blaze radio network Pat Gray mm. is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Thanks for being here. Starting the week, 888 nine hundred thirty-three is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, this DNC rigging, rigging scandal is kind of interesting. Uh, Donna Brazile claims that the system was rigged against uh, Bernie Sanders in favor of Hillary Clinton. And, you know, uh, is it kind of? It went by the rules that have been established forever in the Democrat Party. So I, I don't know. But uh, Lincoln Chafee kind of reinforced that. Here's what he says about the rigging scandal. You see what so upset Donna Brazel about what was happening with Hillary Clinton's kind of takeover of the DNC before she was a nominee. Well, three cheers for Donna Brazile. I like a truth teller. And, you, and yes, absolutely. There were only four of us that dared challenge Hillary Clinton for the nomination. And we always thought that uh, the fix was in with the DNC. I know I wow. felt that way through the whole course of it. And then even getting into some of the mainstream media. Nobody better than Lincoln Chafee to speak out on this because he knew that the fix was in on the metric system as well. Earlier, I said, let's be bold. Huh? This is him Here's again. Here's bold embrace of internationalism. Bold embrace. Let's join the rest of the world and go metric. Finally, somebody said. I happen to live in People Canada. People laughed at him, <laughs> and what? they completed the process. But- wow. So I I, I think normally uh, in American public policy, you know, you want to follow the Canadians. Uh, <laughs> if the if Canada has done it, pretty good indication that we need to follow the leader, yeah. right? The world yeah. leader, and, and when everybody is looking for someone to lead them down the right road you're looking directly at Canada mm-hmm. uh, if I've said that once I've, I' well I just did I yeah, said it once, once but that doesn't negate the fact that I've believed it forever sure and 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 the, and the metric system mm-hmm. if something is 84 kilometers it'd be nice not to know if that's 84 million miles or a foot and a half <laughs> you know wouldn't we all like that? Sure, I that want, way, I that want way to know. when you arrive at your destination, when the sign says, let's say you're traveling to Des Moines, okay, the sign says Des Moines, 326 kilometers. Okay. Well, that could be across the street. Hmm. I could be there right now. Yeah, I don't know. Or it could be six continents away. I don't know. No one knows.
2: That's 326 kilometers?
1: <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, well, There's no way to find out. Well, Google knows. Go, they purport to know. What do they say it is? Two hundred and two miles. That's not right. But you Nobody know what? That's that. an
2: opportunity lost. There, we could have had Lincoln
1: Chafee. <laughs> you could have had Lincoln Chafee. Could've. Stupid
2: Democrat Party.
1: Stupid Dang them! Right. <sighs> I mean, there's a there's a thought leader right there. Bring America into the internationalism and bring back the metric system that we've rejected time and time again. <laughs> You know what that changeover would be? You know what that would cost in relabeling and rebranding and redoing everything. I mean, you'd have to redo everything from street signs to uh, speedometers. Of course, I guess they do have the kilometer hmm. thing on it, but yeah, I don't know why yeah, nobody so, nobody pays attention to so it. So
2: Ezra and I, we uh, we rented a car once, and um,
1: Ezra, Ezra, be my son, your son. Uh,
2: we were on a trip and. Uh, the- <laughs> We, he wanted to pick up the car that had the Canadian license plates. Mm-hmm. It had a Quebec uh, license plate, and so we got in it and uh, it was just the opposite. It was kilometers per hour and then the little number was the uh, miles per hour.
1: kind of yeah, kind it, of fun. It, it, I, there's no reason for that. Why would you ever switch over? Uh, and I know we'll, we always get calls defending the metric system. Nothing could be easier, Pat. You just see it makes a lot more sense and get us in touch with the rest of the world. Yeah, so would making soccer our national sport. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to play a communist game. No one. Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. If we're going to follow Canada, why don't we make curling the national sport? Now, how about that, a minute. Curling sucks have, and you know no, it.
2: No, it's the greatest winter
1: Olympic sport there is. It is so dumb. Uh, you push a stone oh, down you, the ice you, and you, sweep in front of it. Yeah,
2: Hurry, There's, hurry.
1: Never been a dumber thing. And then it runs oh, into other stones that were left right. in this target. Nobody knows how you score it, why you score it. Wow. Why did you bump into the it's other the thing? House. Shouldn't you have had your you own had space? What's the, middle, the deal? Right. I'm with you on the metric system. You got a skip and a cap and and sweepers. It's the dumbest, weirdest game no. ever.
2: No, you're breaking ever. my heart.
1: But I will say this. <laughs> over the weekend on SNL, they, they really surprised. Uh, I think a lot of people certainly surprised me. Their most biting political satire over the weekend wasn't about Donald Trump, if you can believe it. It was actually about... The Democrats and their new ad with Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, Chuck Schumer, saying that they're back. The Democrats are back. (laughs) Uh, And SNL did a really funny parody. Here's here's what they did.
4: And now a message from the Democratic National Committee.
10: This Tuesday, Americans went to the polls. And they told President Trump, we don't like what you're doing at all, sir. And now one thing is clear, we're back, baby. The devs are back. Estamos
9: de vuelta. You You
10: love love us us again. again. And we haven't felt this confidence since the day before Trump won. of our fresh new ideas delivered by fresh new faces, like me, Nancy Pelosi. And me, Diane Feinstein. And me, Chuck Schumer.
9: And <laughs> your soy Tim
10: King. And I'm team player Donna Brazil. And we also have some great new leaders waiting in the wings, like hot young thing Elizabeth Warren. And also, that's right,
5: It's Biden time! (laughs) And I'm still around, too.
10: And together, we're gonna end the spirit of divisiveness in this country by focusing on how we won the governor's races in two of the ten states we care about. (laughs) And we learned our lesson from the last election. We can't just appeal to coastal elites. We need mouth breathers from Wisconsin and window lickers from Ohio as well. And we know that what Americans really care about is jobs. Jobs, like smuggling immigrants across the border and converting Confederate monuments into statues of prominent lesbian poets.
4: (laughs) We're really gonna listen to people if they don't say what's politically correct like these comics out there who think it's okay to make jokes about concentration camps. That guy should rot in hell. The dams are back, and we won't stop
10: now because we need another path for our country. Another vision for America, another chance for me, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Just one more chance, and maybe one more chance after that. I thought she was dead. We need bold leadership. And new blood. I think the Hillary idea could still work. This is our time. Our time.
9: You soy Tim
10: King. And just wait till Bernie transfers his base of passionate millennial voters over to a new leader.
4: No, if you liked it, you should have put a ring on it. Pass. Oh, watch out,
10: America. Because the Dems are back. We're back. <laughs> what up, baby? Cuidado, Senor Trump. Because the, the Dems are back. I will destroy
1: all of this.
4: <laughs> this ad was paid for by Mark Cuban. for the It's
1: actually uh, pretty funny. Uh, and, yeah. and directed at Democrats, which they never do. Uh, certainly they don't do biting humor, and that kind of was. So biting, as biting as it gets, you know, against Democrats on Saturday Night Live, kind of interesting. 888 thirty three ninety three.
2: And one of the theories they thought that uh, there's no Trump stuff this weekend is because they're wondering if maybe something more is brewing with Alec Baldwin and uh, possible things happening oh, wow. to him. Is that so, the rumor? That's the rumor. I have nothing to base it on except for that's the thought is, hey, why was there no Trump stuff this week with Baldwin?
1: Interesting. Is hmm. this the first time they haven't done apparently, a Trump thing?
2: Apparently, it's a staple every week.
1: I'll bet you. I mean, if there's one guy you would suspect of sexual harassment, <laughs> wouldn't it be Alec Baldwin? After it, Jeffy, absolutely. Yes. Well, obviously, sure. Jeffy. Number two. Through. So he'd be number that two. That goes without saying. But uh, Alec Baldwin would be the next one you'd think of. Uh, and according to Kim Basinger, who was married to him for a while, he's not a good guy. And uh, he certainly doesn't seem like it. He's done. When he wigs out, uh, he he really goes whole hog, uh, and will attack homosexuals. For instance, Re- remember that rant he did against? Um, I, was it a a driver or a? <sighs> Fellow actor, So not Kim Basinger you're talking about? No, but he went off on Twitter and then he had to delete his account because he realized, oh, okay, that was homophobic and uh, I'm not supposed to be that. (laughs) Being the Democrat Hollywood guy, (laughs) I am. But uh, I just heard him deny that there was, because he was doing an interview with somebody and the person asked him, are you worried at all that somebody's going to be making accusations against you? Against me? Yeah, against you. Oh no, no. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and then he quickly shifted to the whole,
2: like, more of a general Hollywood type. Sure thing. did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he sure, sure did. So that I think that has some validity. Maybe that uh, they're afraid he's another shoe's going to drop, and they're not going to be able to use Alec Baldwin to play Trump. Of course, they were using somebody else before. They could just switch to that now to the to the other person. 888-900-3393. Also on her new Hulu special, Sarah Silverman was talking about the fear that she felt. This is so real and so poignant and so powerful. Here's Here's Sarah Silverman talking about the fear she felt after Donald Trump was elected.
11: When it was finally official and Trump had won, I felt something I'd never felt before, which was this overwhelming survival-based fear. You know, I had the sudden urge to buy a gun and stockpile water and weapons and canned goods. And in an instant, I basically became a, a, like a liberal doomsday prepper. And for the first time, I felt an actual kinship uh, to the, the far-right militia person who, you know, thought Obama would end the world. But Thank I you. realized that? it's that. It's that, that feeling of fear mm-hmm. that makes us the same. You know, mm-hmm. we are, all of us, both paralyzed and motivated by fear. We fear the unknown. And that's why Trump's campaign was so effective. He took our fears and our rage, and he gave us a place to put it all. And that place was each other. And when we're divided, we're easily controlled, right? So the challenge for all of us is to resist divisiveness and try to see Uh ourselves in each other just as best we can. What?
1: Who are you and what have you done with Sarah Silverman? (laughs) Right. What? That was actually something thoughtful spilling out of her face. (laughs) Should we write this day down? Yes. 11, Circle 13, it. Star 13. it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. With anything on your mind today, we've got to tell you though about preparedness. Tell you about food storage all the time. Uh, it's it's a really good idea to have a communication device mm-hmm. just in case cell towers are down. There's no router available or satellites. It's Go Mesh, and it powers the first one hundred percent off grid mobile long range consumer ready mesh network. If you're an outdoor enthusiast or you travel a lot, or if you just want an off grid communication solution, just in case again, to be prepared when services unreliable or unavailable, go Tenna is exactly what you need. And when you think about all the problems, the disasters we've had, the shootings, oh, so much has gone on lately. You, you really shouldn't be without this right now. When you go to gotenna.com, that's dot com, Use the promo code PAT15. You'll get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. And then you can create a pop-up mesh network anytime, anywhere. Even if cell towers go dark, don't wait until you need this to act super lightweight. You can virtually carry it anywhere. Like on a belt loop you won't even know what's there in your backpack in a pocket four ounces is all this thing weighs go to gotenna.com today and save 15 percent with the promo code pat 15 that's gotenna.com
0: pat gray only on the blaze radio network
1: Let's see what odds and ends do we have here? Bitcoin down 25% in the last 4 days. That's not good for me. Did you just invest? Mm. That no wonder that's down cuz I haven't invested <laughs> so it must have been you. That's my fault. Slumped more than 25% falling, be, falling below 6000. Looks like it now it's at about 6250 I think.
2: Well good, I'm so glad I didn't wait.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm. So <laughs> what it was it almost hit the 8 per coin mark the other day is seventy nine hundred dollars per coin and then i mean it's inevitable some people cashed out i think that's all that happened you think so yeah i think so because okay, it's it's kind of making a comeback already but it, and it's still even going down 25 percent. it's still 500 percent up this year
2: hmm. i just uh, i've just checked the app here and uh I have not put a lot of money in uh-huh. whatsoever, but I am exactly, not exaggerating, exactly even. So, Oh, really? Could be worse. Yeah. Because I put it, some yeah. in earlier and now some later, just not much at all. But, you know, it's fun. I mean, it's <laughs> fun to just think, hey, this could be a lottery ticket. And I, th- that's kind
1: of how I think you should look at it is, it, you know, you, you put in w- what you can afford to lose. Exactly. And you just know that there is a pretty good chance you'll lose it. But there's also a chance you gain significant amounts of return from this from this investment. You know, we had the guy from uh, what is it? Called? What do you invest in? Who do you go through? Coinbase. Yeah, but there's also Zapo. Yeah, Zapo. Right, the Zapo. The CEO of Zapo was on uh, Glenn's show when I was still over there. Uh, what three or four or five months ago, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, in the beginning of the summerish, and he said it's irresponsible. Uh, to put a lot of money into this that you can't afford to lose but it's also irresponsible not to at least have some money in this and his thing was it could go to zero at any time it could be completely worthless or on the other hand there's a chance it could go to a million dollars a coin Mm -hmm. so with that theory in mind it doesn't make sense not to invest in it.
2: Yeah, but spoiler alert: now that I've invested in it, it will be at zero. <laughs> right.
1: So, what <laughs> uh, well, was the? We did this evaluation uh, a while ago because I was lamenting the fact that I'm I'm the worst at investments on the face of the planet. Uh-huh. And when Glenn and I had the opportunity to have Clear Channel stock when it was like I don't know five bucks a share. <laughs> And in lieu of just $10,000 or salary, it would have been nothing. And the return was so amazing. We would have each had $10,000 worth of stock. And if we would have done that, of course, we said no, because we thought Clear Channel was a joke at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we learned differently very quickly, uh, but it was too late. So if we would have invested in that, we would have had $10,000 worth of stock when it went up and split, and then went up and split again. Mm. Went up to ninety-five and split again, and that happened over and over again. Had we kept it and ridden out the splits in the stock and sold at the right time,
8: mm.
1: we would have each made two and a half million dollars from that. Then somebody calculated: what if I would have invested that two and a half million dollars in Bitcoin oh. when it was what two or three dollars a coin, I don't know. Eight, and now it's at six or seven thousand? I think they they calculated like $40 million or something. It just rubs salt into a fairly deep wound.
2: So, you know, in hindsight, I, I didn't mean to do this to you at the time, but remember when I I moved away from you in Houston and I mm-hmm. said, yeah, we're going to live off the Clear Channel stock we cashed out. We're just going mm-hmm. to move to Nebraska and live off the Clear Channel stock. Every time I said that, I was just twisting that knife in you without even realizing it. And I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that.
2: Which wasn't a lot, but, uh, you know.
1: Did you ever cash that out? Did you cash it out before? Yeah.
2: And I didn't have a lot of stock whatsoever. I mean, but I remember obsessing over the price for a while. And I think it peaked around that time, uh, like $134. Probably, Uh, yeah. I'm sure that hurts to hear now for you, Pat. But, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. It does. mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, uh, last night, a man stabbed multiple people at the Mall of America, and he's been identified now as Mahad Abdiaziz Abdirahman.
2: Yeah, that's a good Christian name there.
1: Pat. Yeah, uh, he's Irish. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, he's Irish. Sure, from Dublin, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was apparently, but they don't think this is you know even with that name they don't think it's extremist terrorism because he was trying to rob some guy at Macy's when his robbery was interrupted, so then he just took to stabbing people. Um, and apparently one of the witnesses said, my daughter could see people lying on the ground who had been stabbed. Uh, really tragic. At least three people were wounded in the attack, which has been described by police as an interrupted theft.
8: Okay.
1: About 6.45 at the Men's Department of Macy's, which is not far from the mall Santa exper- experience, started as a simple robbery, quickly escalated into a violent multi-victim incident after the thief was caught stealing from the two men inside a fitting room. So, yeah, they apparently he wasn't screaming Allahu Akbar or any of those things, and they're kind of dismissing this as just a eh, simple theft. But just kind of interesting because, mm-hmm. you know, if this had been a neo-Nazi uh, it'd be all over the place and there's no way anyone would ever believe that it was simple theft Also between uh, the among the world's biggest tech companies last year their technology technology shares were worth 1.7 trillion dollars it's uh that's more than canada's entire economy and exceeds the wealth of germany's biggest 30 companies put together just from eight tech giants they are facebook amazon apple netflix google or alphabet nobody calls them that but a couple of their asian companies too uh baidu incorporated and alibaba so just those few companies put together are worth $1.7 trillion.
2: Good night.
1: <laughs> it's just <laughs> really staggering. That's a big number, right? And that's, yeah, that's a lot. Okay. That's more than a little. That's, it's bigger than a gob. That's more than a gob of money. Um, and it's interesting because this is even be- before uh, the iPhone 10 comes out, which I understand has already been hacked with its facial recognition technology. Supposedly, the facial recognition was the most foolproof of all the security measures Apple could take for the iPhone 10 or X or whatever it's called. I'm not sure if they're using the number 10 or the letter X. Uh, do you know? I, I'm not. Because I'm I've heard guy. it said both ways. Okay. Anyway, they've already hackers have already hacked in to the facial recognition ID I've,
2: before it's even been released. It's pronounced iPhone 10, but it's it's it got is. the letter X right. You
1: know. So it is the yeah. iPhone X. I'm I'm yes. not saying something stupid here.
2: No, not at this moment.
1: So November third, uh, I guess it was released, and uh, hackers immediately started to try to fool the futuristic new form of authentication a week later hackers on the actual other side of the world claim to have successfully duplicated someone's face to unlock his iphone 10 with what looks like a simpler technology <laughs> and technique than uh, some believe possible vietnamese security firm bkov released a blog post and a video showing that by all appearances They cracked the face ID with a composite mask of a 3D printed plastic silicone makeup and simple paper cutouts, which in combination tricked the iPhone 10 into unlocking. (laughs) Supposedly the most secure phone, (laughs) the most secure piece of technology in the history of the world, world. hacked (laughs) in less than a week. (laughs) There's, I mean, there's nothing you can do to avoid this stuff. I, I, there's just nothing you can do. So just don't put sensitive material in your phone. It might be a good safety tip. Yeah. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio
1: Network. Yeah. Uh, 888-933-9393. is Pat Gray. Uh, our friend who normally sends the uh, list of the worst college football teams in the country has has really thoughtfully sent it again to us and to show me that BYU is now all the way up to 111th in the rankings. So, I mean, they're on fire. They They just are absolutely... On fire. Like a freight train
2: coming down
1: the road. And oh, thank and, you, Nate Miller, by the way. Yes. Thank you, Nate. Uh, very thoughtful. Wow. the the uh, This list has Miami ranked the number one. Mm. I don't think the AP has it that way, do they? Got to be Alabama. Yeah, it's Alabama. Let's see. I think it. Alabama's number two in this. Followed by, oh, well, Notre Dame. How are they third? They just lost. Goodness. They got killed by Miami. Clemson, UCF? Wow. Uh, Wisconsin is in there. They're unbeaten, by the way. Mm-hmm. Auburn, Penn State, Ohio State, USC, Boise State? No, stop it. Memphis, Mississippi State, Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. TCU, Michigan State, Iowa, Washington, round out the top 20. Yeah. So uh, surprisingly, B- BYU not mentioned in any of the top 20 yet. You got to go a couple of pages uh, beyond. Really? Yeah. BYU's not in the top No, not in the one? top not in the top twenty or the top one. Uh one hundred eleventh, right after Tulsa and just before New Mexico and Idaho. And this weekend's opponent, UMass. Okay. I think we covered it. We we're good. We covered everything we need to cover in that yeah, list. Yeah, we covered it, except for the fact that Nebraska is what I don't uh, know what, what is, let me just I don't see know that here. word. Where are they listed? Mm-hmm. Uh, Your alma mater is at uh, 88. 88. 88.
2: I'm so proud. Double digits still. What do you want to bet before the end of the year? BYU leapfrogs Nebraska in these rankings.
1: Mm, I hope so. That'd mean they're in the top 100.
2: Not necessarily. Well, that's true. Okay.
1: It's true, we should get win number four because we play UMass this weekend. Okay, good. Well, should we're gonna get s- win number four. We're gonna sit on four wins for the
2: rest of the year, okay? Because we got Penn State okay. and Iowa, so you will pass us. It will happen.
1: Surprising college football season, though. Uh, been so many upsets, uh, and two of the top three teams in the country got beat this weekend. <sighs> Broke
2: my heart to see Georgia get pounded by Auburn.
1: Wow, they got their anuses <laughs> kicked sideways. Sheesh, 40 to 17 loss for the number one. <sighs> team in the country the last how many was it three or four number ones to get beat hadn't lost by a combined 21 points and they got beat by 23
2: that's the kind of year it's uh yeah it's, it's
1: the kind been. of year it's been yeah true good stuff uh this is a great story uh, boys as young as five should be able to wear tiaras at school without criticism uh, according to the church of england they're telling teachers that uh now Male pupils should also be free to dress up in a tutu or high heels without attracting any comment or observation. According to anti-bullying rules sent out by the church yesterday. Of course, you don't want the kids to be bullied. And you don't want anybody to make comments about them if they're wearing a tutu to school. Now, wait. But you're talking about children... And something that's very unusual for them to see, and you're expecting the children not to make a comment. Hey, why are you wearing a tiara and a tutu, little boy? <laughs> so, so wait a minute. So, so the rules
2: that they want in place, they would rather you just ignore that they're even there and uh, basically, you know, and, not even observe. The- something right in front of your face. And then you're going to have these kids in the tutu say, man, I feel so invisible. No one ever talks to me or even looks at me anymore. I just don't understand. It's because you're wearing a tutu and we were told not to.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, This appears to give official backing to schools that ban skirts to avoid discrimination against transgender children. Uh, Schools are also told they can't use the Christian faith or Bible teachings to justify behavior that is considered to amount to bullying for example identifying a transgender pupil by a sex other than the one they have chosen <laughs> the advice contains instructions on how to report bullying including sample forms on which teachers are encouraged to name the alleged bully and their target and use tick boxes to describe what happened uh, are you a church if you believe these things if you condone these things if you push The fact that people should allow their children to choose what gender they are? Uh, Really? The rules to, quote, challenge homophobic, biphobic, and transphobic bullying, unquote, follow initial guidelines published by the church three years ago, which said being gay can be good, and pupils should revere and respect all members of this diverse community. Okay. Okay. So
2: But the church says don't use Bible verses.
1: Right. To talk about That's right. Yeah, the church says don't use Bible verses. Okay. Interesting. How are you a church if that's what you're instructing people to do and to believe? Sorry, don't use the Bible as a as a guideline. Wait. Aren't you a church? Stop, don't, don't Pat. (laughs) Stop applying logic to this planet. Conservative Christian activists condemned the new rules yesterday. How about that? Andrea Minichello Williams of Christians Concerned, an evangelical member of uh, parliament, uh, said, These rules are unkind, unloving, and lacking in compassion. We are all against bullying. Right. But the church is using these guidelines to pursue an agenda that runs counter to the church's teachings. I always find that confusing. Why? How can you... You're, you're caving in to political correctness to the point where you're telling schools not to use biblical verses to reinforce what they believe. Hmm. Okay. She added, we're getting to the point where if you're not careful, the slightest slip from the correct agenda in a Church of England school... We'll get you punished. The anti-bullying agenda is aimed against people who step out of line. The anti-bullies are becoming the bullies. That's what a great line that is. And isn't that the truth? The anti-bullies are becoming the bullies. It's a world where you dare not speak out against their political correctness at all. Or you lose your place in society and you're shunned. The new guidance came as Christian, te- as a Christian teacher was suspended from a school in o- Oxfordshire after accidentally, accidentally calling a transgender pupil a girl instead of a boy. Ooh. Joshua Sutcliffe, 27, is facing disciplinary hearings this week in which he could lose his job after parents complained. He accidentally called a girl a girl. Instead of a boy because she's trying to be a boy, apparently.
2: Won't make that mistake again now, will Jeez. you, sir?
1: Please. <laughs> the rules say children in nurseries and the primaries that make up the majority of church schools. And again, this isn't like this isn't public school in England. This these are the church run schools from the Church of England. So they should be allowed they should be free to follow their own inclinations when they dress. They state in the early years context and Throughout primary school, play should be a hallmark of creative exploration. Pupils need to be able to play with the many cloaks of identity. Children should be at liberty to explore the possibilities Hmm. of who they might be without judgment or derision. Here we go. For example, a child may choose the tutu, princess tiara, and heels, and or the fireman's helmet, tool belt, and superhero cloak without expectation or comment. (laughs) okay and the interesting thing is when the children are going to be held to that standard too and you know some kids are going to be expelled because they're going to say something about it you know why they're kids and they understand that this is out of the norm this is unusual
2: better than adults do
1: yeah better than the leaders of the Church of England that's for sure the rules add within school communities there will be members of staff who are cohabiting in same-sex relationships bisexual trans or exploring their gender identity same-sex parents and trans parents may be among the parent body and in most secondary schools a minority of pupils will come out as gay or lesbian during their years in the school an increasing number of children and young people are being referred to gender identity services an increasing number of primary and secondary schools are reporting incidences of children wishing to identify as other than the gender of their birth. Not the gender they are, the gender of their birth. That's the correct way to say it. Any school that does not teach the importance of gay or transgender rights will be failing in their duty to prepare their pupils to live in modern Britain, the church rules say. (laughs) Guidance adds that there can be no justification for this negative behavior based on the Christian faith or the Bible. It states that the Church of England's teaching on human sexuality and a range of Christian views should be taught, as well as a range of perspectives from other faiths and worldviews. Are you going to the Church of England school because you believe the tenants of the Church of England. So why would I teach the kids a wide range of other faiths and other worldviews? You want
2: to be inclusive.
1: Right? Wow. So wait, I was just, as you were reading
2: that, I think I think we have another letter now. So we've got the LGBTQIA. Everybody knows those. We've got the plus. Didn't last mm-hmm. week we had the 2S? Yes. And now I think I heard you say you were talking about different relationships, and then you said exploring. So I think we need to no, go No, there ahead. needs
1: to be an E. Any,
2: I, I got an E. I've added an E. Yeah, that's for good. exploring now. Except so the
1: two it's... S be- is at the beginning, I believe. Oh, yes. is it really? Yeah.
2: Oh, hold on. I'll I believe fix they that.
1: supersede the LGBT. I'll fix so that it right, S- right now. Two S L
2: G B T Q I A plus
1: and E. E E exploring. We're just exploring here. I'm, you know, or I don't know yet.
2: Explorers, if you will.
1: Yeah. It's like Ferdinand and Jellin of sexuality. <laughs> I'm circumnavigating the sexes. <laughs> the most uh, reverend Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, said, Central to Christian theo- theology is the truth that every single one of us is made in the image of God. True. Every one of us is loved unconditionally by God. Yes. This guidance helps schools to offer the Christian message of love, joy, and celebration of our humanity without exception or exclusion. Yeah, well, there are exceptions and exclusions not to his love, but to your behavior. There are certain things that the that God demands of us that we are supposed to recognize. And how again, how are you a church if you're saying don't use the Bible as a guide? Wow, is this insanity? Roman Catholic schools are to cut the terms Mother and father from admissions forms to avoid offending step-parents and same-sex couples. Follows a complaint by a parent against uh, Holy Ghost Roman Catholic Primary School in South London after it used mother-slash-guardian and father-slash-guardian on a form. I I mean, (laughs) this is to a level now where... uh, these people just need to be committed mm. to some sort of insane asylum. What? How do our kids have any chance at all? They don't. They, they, no chance. I mean, if I'm in England right now and a member of the Church of England and sending my kid to a school run by the Church of England, I'm taking them out. Yeah. I'm just taking them out of that environment because... Uh, this is just it's an abomination 888 900 more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up
0: Pat Gray Unleashed
1: on the Blaze Radio Network
0: is here.
1: Welcome. 888 hundred thirty three is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, President Trump uh, tweeting out in a kind of a tw- Twitter war with uh, Kim Jong-un over the weekend. Uh, he, re- he wrote, Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never... Call him short and fat. Oh well, I, I try so hard to be his friend, and maybe someday that will happen. Really? I
2: mean, I just please. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. I mean, there's n- think is. of any president before him. I mean, any president before Trump.
1: It would never happen.
2: Never gonna tweet never this
1: happened. stuff. Uh, Kim Jong Un. So people were kind of showing some of the tweets he's made fun of Kim Jong Un in the past. Kim Jong-un of North Korea, who's obviously a madman who doesn't mind starving or killing his people, will be tested like never before. Also, I told Rex Tillerson, our wonderful Secretary of State, that he's wasting his time trying to negotiate with a little rocket man. (laughs) Uh, Replying, uh, save your energy, Rex. We'll do what has to be done. Uh, It's just, it's interesting, um, you know, to have this going on in the office of the presidency. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's the best possible uh, thing to have going on in the presidency. And uh, Dana Bash from CNN taking exception with Trump, uh, she said he almost got through his Asia trip without engaging in more questionable tweets, and then uh, he came up with some. Mm-hmm. He's been really low
2: key lately. Dare I say, presidential at times. Yeah, yeah. Until and, till and s- then Saturday this came.
1: Day. When will all the haters and fools out there realize that having a good relationship with Russia is a good thing, not a bad thing? They're always playing politics, Mm -hmm. T-H-E-R-E instead Uh of (laughs) T-H-I-R, E-I-R. Bad for our country. I want to solve North Korea, Syria, Ukraine, terrorism, and Russia can greatly help. And then the why would Kim Jong-il ever insult me? (laughs) so he just couldn't quite make it through the entire trip without getting into that kind of stuff. But I didn't expect him to, frankly. Uh, he was showing amazing restraint up until that point. Yeah. Kind of getting through it and being all right. And seeming like the president on, on an Asian trip, he kind of seemed like, okay, well this isn't so bad. And then speaking of presidents, um, And some indiscretions. As we mentioned briefly earlier, a sixth woman is now accusing George H.W. Bush of groping. I, I hate this. Six women have now accused him of sexual harassment, groping without consent. Rosalind Corrigan has come forward now, and she says, so this is the one who said he grabbed her buttocks in 2003 when she was 16 years old. I can't believe that. I don't know. I just, do you buy that?
2: I don't don't know what to believe about anything anymore. I know. It's just like,
1: sure, I just, whatever, man. She says, my initial reaction was absolute horror. I was really, really confused. The first thing I did was look at my mom. And while he was still standing there, I didn't say anything. What does a teenager say to the ex-president of the United States? Like, hey, dude, you shouldn't have touched me like that. Bush was 79 at the time, allegedly groped the 16-year-old during a photo op at a CIA event in Texas. Corrigan's story aligns with the other Bush accusers, although, you know, he's standing. He's not seated and in, in a wheelchair where you're kind of at butt level then, right? Mm-hmm. If you put your arm around a woman, it could be construed as inappropriate, but you don't mean it that way. At least that's what I was kind of thinking. But then, you know, the dumb joke goes along with it <laughs> about, hey, you know what my favorite book is? David Coppa feel. And then you're, oh, hey. you're copping a feel as you say. <laughs> Do you think he
2: had Not that in, in his
1: repertoire, you know, 10 years ago,
2: though? My hope is no.
1: Okay. That's my hope. It's uh-huh. my sincere hope.
2: It's, <laughs> it's really, it's just everything you believe, man. I know. It's just getting obliterated.
1: I know, uh, but the Bush accusers claim the ex-president inappropriately gla- grabbed their bodies while taking pictures and their accusations inspired her to finally speak up. Again, the safety and numbers thing is what we're being told is, you know, causing this pile on. The woman's family and friends stood by the ac- accusation as well, according to Time magazine. Corrigan notes that this goes beyond a normal case of sexual harassment. She was just a teenager I don't know maybe it never really hit people that I was a child at the time and that goes beyond a guy being inappropriate in the workplace to appear or somebody in his age range. I was a child. Bush spokesperson claimed that HW uh, simply does not have it in his heart to knowingly cause anyone harm or distress. This is where I have a real problem with the story. This is not a good statement. <laughs> But he also admitted he's been known to touch women's rears. Good golly. He noted, admitted, he's been known to touch, quote, women's rears in what he intended to be a good-natured manner. Dear Lord. Oh, good golly.
2: I tell you. It's like. I tell you that is.
1: how, How are we talking
2: about a former president? I don't know. In these situations. I don't know. And it's not Bill Clinton. Yeah. I mean, this is maddening. It's just past the vodka. Right.
1: I feel H.W.'s pain. I do. I feel his pain. Touching women's rears was an art form for me. <laughs> I love the fat chicks, as you know. Yeah. Loved the fat chicks. <laughs> they had ample rear ends to touch at the time. So I can relate. George H. W. Bush. This is why we're such close friends. Mm-hmm. No, that's, I think you're. Right. I think we just. I, it just might be what they have in common. It just clicked. Again, here's this. Here's the statement from his spokesperson. This the, the ex CIA director simply does not have it in his heart to knowingly cause anyone harm or distress, <laughs> but also admitted he has been known to touch women's rears. In what he intended to be a good-natured manner. Worth noting that many people defending Bush against these accusations excuse it because he's in a wheelchair, causing picture posing to be awkward at times. But you know what? Don't pose with women, then. Seriously. Seriously. If you know he's got an issue, I don't understand. Who is handling this man now? Uh. Where is Barbara saying, nope, no photo ops with any girls or women? No. Sorry. We're not going out in public. If we have to, we're staying at home every day of the week if this is the case. And And we're not posing for pictures. And now you got to wonder, did he do this in the White House, too? I don't know. Maybe. (sighs) If he did it while he's standing in 79 when he had his faculties. Okay, hey, this is 14 years ago. He, he was not in the condition he's in now. He was in his right mind. He was doing just fine. And this is, you know, this lends credibility to yeah. what my wife keeps saying. Well, if he's doing it now, he probably had that propensity before. And I'm like, no, no, I don't think it means that. Well, <laughs> now, I <kinda> <laughs> now I kind of do. Now I kind of do. Ballpark math, age 65 to 69 while Dang. he was in office, by the way. Jeez. They're admitting that you can't touch women's butts in a good-natured manner. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) All right. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow, and who knows who's going to be accused in the meantime. (laughs) Another day in America. Hang on.
0: Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.